variety. The city is alive on 97.3. There can be no other than three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 
26 minutes past 6, Donna Hamilton taking a look back at how far she's come. And I'm sure you have your own story. When I look back at how far you've brought me, how much you've taught me, how you've led me, how you fed me, it has to be you. When the final few days of the month of November and it's a great pleasure to bring you the favorite radio show in the mornings City Breakfast Show Broadcasting live in Accra and on our partners is across the country Starting off with businesses brought to you by ADB Good news for workers who receive their salaries through the Agricultural Development Bank Get a quick salary advance to meet your pressing needs through the ADB Payday Plus Get up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary No interest on repayments within 30 days Your money hits your account the same day Call now on 0244284197 Or 0243273369 So closer than Business says the greatness of a goal does not ensure its outcome. The nobility of a course does not guarantee its success. Evil people succeed sometimes. So having a good goal is not enough. You must pursue it. You must put in place structures to enable you to be successful. So don't say, well, I will do well because my business is better. I have a better product. I'm helping people. Well, there are people who want to hurt people who are doing very well. So don't let the greatness of your goal or the nobility of your cause deceive you into complacence. Don't let the greatness of your goal or the nobility of your cause deceive you into complacence. No matter how noble a goal is, it cannot be attained if it's not pursued with consistency and passion so a bad person who's consistent would 
cause more distraction than a good person who is inconsistent yes i call it the illusion of nobility <laughs> don't let the fact that what you are doing is good deceive you to think everybody supports you there are people who actually invest in evil <laughs> and they make sure they succeed so if your goal is good the better your goal the more the harder you must work that's business sense for the morning so if you believe you have a good cause if you believe that you are producing a good product you are providing a great service then work harder that was business sense brought to you by adb Thirty-three, and the man is Nana Ampedu, 
Nana Ampedu. And uh, news by views next brought to us by Fidelity Bank. If doors close when asking for small loans to talk up your shop this Christmas, Fidelity Bank's door is wide open. So whether into fast-moving consumer goods, hardware, or building materials, or have a grocery store, Fidelity Bank is giving you quick loans in Ghana fast and SME. Business owners can get loans to expand, stock up, import, collect goods, and do so many things. Visit any Fidelity commercial hub or speak to a commercial relationship manager today. The Christmas ready with Fidelity Bank and have the best Christmas year. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. And we're also sponsored by Total for the third time in a row. Total Petroleum is your trusted OMC, a judge petroleum company of the year by the CIMG. Are committed to delivering quality and innovative products to enhance customer experience. With great pride, we dedicate these awards to our valued customers. Thank you for your unwavering trust to our brand. <laughs> And today happens to be the birthday of the man Nathan Obodai Kwao. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, I thought you'd be playing some sugar bus here after this morning. Charlie, what is Omambuaju? What is Omambuaju? What is Omambuaju when somebody's chopping his birthday? He wants to hear. <laughs> okay. And That's Kojo it. is here as well. Good morning, Kojo. Good morning, Nathan. Nathan, happy birthday to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. It's, it's great to know you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a promising young man with great potential. Thank you. Thank and may your birthday mark the beginning of a new season Amen. in your life. Amen. 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 Could you he's a promising man, not a young man. Oh, he's young. He's young. No, Nathan is not a young man. No, he's man. young. He's young. <laughs> Go across it. With <laughs> the thread. I am even a young man. Oh, jai, 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 I met a man yesterday. I won't yeah. tell you his name. He's a young man. Better, better, it's a young man. Yeah. Good to see you. We are not in Nigeria where a 60 year old can be a youth organizer of a political party. <laughs> this Come is Ghana. On, Nathan is not a young man. He's a promising man. Yeah. Big man. I'm speaking the bigness into him. You haven't, tra- you haven't traveled in Ghana before. Amen. <laughs> Even 45, you youth. Over die. Just my church. You call you Tana 45. Charlie. Charlie. Even yesterday, you joined the, 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 the cross country. They said the oldest contestant. Yeah. So me, I thought he was like some seventy something. That one is fifty four years old. <laughs> Charlie, that one is claiming. <laughs> is that Charlie? Is that he started running since sixteen, and that he's the oldest man. So the oldest, the youngest person was thirteen mm. in the cross country, and the oldest was fifty four, mm. which I think in some countries is not that old. I well, mean, if you if you go to Japan and they are doing cross country, you can see sixty year olds running. <laughs> yeah, <easy. that's> <laughs> but in Ghana, the man say he grew to fifty four. Charlie, fifty four. He's an old man. Anyway, so let's get into the headlines, gentlemen. All right. The Daily Graphic says 10 billion CDs package, 10 billion CD package, sorry, earmarked. It will support entrepreneurship, says Finance Minister at post-budget workshop. On a bit of sad news, Kojo Chikata dies at 85. Sean Arrogance, Vice President, advises heads of SOEs. And on the back page of the Daily Graphic, they've got the sports. Kotoko beat wonders to maintain lead. And there's a league table there with hearts in 15th. Hey! Hmm. Oh, it's just four games. It's just four games. Sir, that's what we said about Ole. Oh, no, it's just, this four is just one game. Let's see. Three draws, game. one loss. Yo. It's just four games. Defending champions. Oh, it go be. Phobia. Oh, it go be. Oh, no, 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 don't worry. Ah, don't worry. No, we are okay. Things are not Don't worry. Don't, anyway. don't, don't worry, crap. Don't worry. The Ghanaian Times, 2022 budget fallout. Majority, minority clash over E-Levy ahead of debate in parliament. One shot, three injured in chieftaincy dispute in Yulo Krobo. Mm-hmm. At the fourth Corporate Excellence Awards, IOD Ghana, that's the Institute of Directors Ghana, 
pushes for the passage of director's bill into law and captain retired Kojo Chikata dead. Okay, the Delhi guard has that story. Kojo Chikata is dead. There's a picture of him there. Nana back after leave. NDC minority rebels against E. Levy. Deputy Finance Minister explains E. Levy. Are you saying they, they rebel or they are rebels? No, they say... Okay, okay. You know, the, minority rebels. Okay, uh -huh. not rebels. It's rebel. Sorry. Because it, the, the one is a, one is, one a is a, okay. And one rebels. Is a rebels. Okay. Rebels. So they rebel. Or they are rebels. Maybe that's no, what the guys. I, I think this is rebels. So NDC minority rebels because this is against E Levy. I don't know. Delhi guy, we need help. Yeah, we need help. <laughs> are they rebelling or they are calling them rebels? But it's rebels who rebel. <laughs> anyway, back page of the Daily Guide. Kotoko maintain winning ways. Bechem United appoint Uruguayan director. Hey. A man united sack social. <laughs> but that's no news. That's been there for like three days. Now the finder, digitization improving efficiency in energy sector, Dr. Matthew Opoku Prempe. Mm. Dispute over land for Achimansa District Hospital settled. Captain Kojo Chikata dies at 85. Mm -hmm. Commercial activities at Shaney Iron Ore Deposit starts in 2022. And E-Levy is a bitter sweet pill to bridge revenue deficits for development. Reducing it to 1% or lower can change minds. Okay, the Republic Press says minority rejects Momo tax. Hmm. Jogate fights finance minister over a Sipon Stadium rehab claims. Hmm. Kojochi Kata is dead. Drama in court as jailed robbers attempt to escape. I'll give people that story. Oh, it's a, it's a serious story. Yeah, it's there. You are, we'll get into that in a bit. Mm -hmm. PNC expresses mixed feelings on 2022 budget, and Volta is a unique region, according yeah, to Alban Badmin. It is true. Now, the Chronicles, Samuel could talk stuff. I'm reviewing NLA KGL multi million dollar deal. Right. Says his administration will not take anything less than 45 million Ghana cities per annum. Confanochi Teaching Hospital reacts to purported charge probe. Dispute over construction of Agenda 111 Hospital in Achimansa settled. Chief police with police probe yellow crop disturbances and Supreme Court clears way for Western chiefs to hold fresh election. The Herald says Jogati challenges Oforiata, sports minister, and lands Isaac Isiama in trouble over secondary stadium renovation works. Mm -hmm. A stain in Arch uh, Archbishop Palmer Buckles uh, Arch. Arch. Okay, Archbishop Arch. mm -hmm. Palmer Buckles Cassock. Mm. Letter from the Herald. Okay. Captain Kojoti Kata finally wearing his wooden pajamas to sleep. Interesting. And snitch to outdoor Momo pension contributions soon. All right. If you check the front page of the new publisher, they have the petroleum price indicators as of 17th November. Mm. And price per liter is 6.99 Ghana CD. Who from a who? No, do seven. <laughs> <laughs> the government secures seventy-four million dollars to build toilets. Mm -hmm. NPP Ashante office gets quit notice of unpaid rent. NPP prepares for delegates conference. Okay, the BNFT says benchmark policy will reverse. Oh, sorry, benchmark policy reversal will grow local oil palm industry. As it will end unfair competition, it will create jobs. BOG maintains inflation stance. Mm -hmm. Snit withholds 
186.5 million of pension benefits mm -hmm. and republic bank is ready for digital transformation the informer has the vice president on the front page he says optimize digital banking baumia advises cib stakeholders and this uh, he believes will promote trade under after mm -hmm. cancellation of road to government might re reconsider decision this is according to dr alex ampa being a fiscal policy specialist at oxfam mm -hmm. want to meet grounds npp in ashanti party office closed down for unpaid rent oh, let's mm -hmm. present common front espa edges splinter groups compact piracy together minister edges african government and in this issue please old chapter closed igp there's a lot of online stories, but before that, let's do the crusading yes. guide. Yes, NLA to secure 45 million Ghana cities in 2022, Samir Oku assures. Yellow Kroba at the crossroads as tension mounts over chieftaincy brawl. We are fit Akenten graphs honorary doctorate degree. Mm -hmm. First air conditioners and refrigeration test lab con uh, commissioned. And Dr. Amin Anta initiates scholarship scheme for best 20 BEC students in Karaga. Let me take you online. There are some very interesting stories online. Citynewsroom.com says Ghana is among countries with the highest fuel prices in Africa. Hmm. And there are charts to show this. Also, fix the country movement to meet police today over 2022 budget demo. Meanwhile, uh, Ghana to start vaccinating students age 15 and above with Pfizer for COVID-19. And E-Levy may not generate expected revenue according to Professor Ebo Texan. Still on that website, Northern Region, Dalun Residence State demo over bad roads, Copec blast government for keeping silent on rising fuel prices, and minority will not support 1.57% e-levy. This is Haruna. If you go to myjoonline.com, they're leading with landlady threatens to close down MPP Ashanti Regional Office, <laughs> head office o, over rent areas. Also, local tourism development can reduce dependency on central government, AGI president for Eastern Volta and OT. And E-Levy, the best way to build young entrepreneurial nation. This is Ken Oforiata. Star FM is talking about police in Upper East on Manhunt for suspected armed robbers. Also, E-Levy will collapse cashless system, consumer advocacy center to government. And former national security advisor Kofi, uh, Kojochi Kata dies. Now, GNA is talking about central region on high alert for yellow fever outbreak. Meanwhile, listen to this people. Address buffer stock challenges to curb erratic food supply. This is chas. Because now this is interesting because the center side of the graphic, Deputy Minister of Education says the SSS are ready for all BEC people who, who write the exam to get into SHS. So we'll deal with that as well. And then if you go, I'll give you two quick stories from business and sports. City business. Don't look for money to start businesses. Look for customers. Investment banker to startups. This is the Volta Fair 2021. Also, Senor Jose urges you to consider venturing into agro-processing. Meanwhile, Ghana's urban population rises by 11% in 11 years. <laughs> so one year one percent and the best story so far city sports jose Mourinho says i promise afenajan expensive new boots mm -hmm. and now i have to buy them in the morning yes 800 euro boots. You, an 18 year old Ghanaian is performing wonders in the uh, italian league he came on for 15 minutes and scored two goals mm -hmm. oh man he scored afenajan oh beautiful 18 year old boy all right give me a quick wrap of the budget stories then i'll take well, you to other stories well if you go to the daily graphic they say the government is ruling out a 10 billion cd package mm -hmm. over three years as a as support for startup businesses and youth entrepreneurship ventures in the mm. country mm. and in line with this the government through the e-levy proposes to use 1 billion cds each year mm -hmm. to catalyze an ecosystem to create one million jobs there is a photo of mr harry Idris, minority leader and john kuma deputy minister of finance on page 10 of the ghanaian times mm -hmm. and the headline says majority clash over e-levy ahead of parliament debates mm -hmm. 
Now, the story says the majority and minority caucuses in Parliament are currently on a head-on collision following the introduction of the government's proposal to place 1.75% tax on all electronic financial transactions, mm -hmm. popularly referred to as the e-levy. Mm -hmm. While the minority caucus has vowed to kick against the government's proposal because, of, because the tax would overburden Ghanaians, the majority contend that it was a progressive tax that would contribute to national development. Okay. Uh, and this um, debate or clash, um, according to the paper, happened in uh, Ho. Mm -hmm. It says, Minority Leader Harry Idrisi during a post-budget workshop in Ho on Saturday, said the tax was a disincentive mm -hmm. to investment and private sector. It's a lot of that in various papers. The debate in Parliament will start after the workshop was held. Then there's a story on citynewsroom.com that I thought was quite interesting. Now, uh, Ghana among countries with highest fuel prices in Africa, it says that cycling to work may soon be, if not already, an imperative as a consistent jump in fuel prices on in the country since September has secured Ghana a top <laughs> spot on the list of African countries with very high fuel prices, with an average of 5.978 or 0 0.98 dollars uh, per liter. Fuel in Ghana is currently hovering around 7 um, CDs which is 1.142 per liter. So the African average is $0.98 per liter. That's below a dollar. Ghana is selling for 1.142. Now, although Ghana's price is still far lower than the global average of 1.5, it comes 11th on the table of 44 African countries with the most expensive fuel. This is according to data analysis from the Global Petrol Prices, an open source platform that gathers data on the cost of different fuels across the world. Now, this story is being brought because the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers is also not happy that the government was silent on fuel prices in the budget. Now, according to Duncan Amoa, they are disappointed that the government did not propose any policy in this budget to address the continuous rise in fuel prices. Now, this comes because the fuel prices now jump from 6.90 cities per liter to 6.99. <sighs> Seven cities. Now, so this is uh, the fuel angle to the, the petroleum issue. Uh, there's a lot of budget issues we'll be discussing yes. later this morning. The other story is that Kuchujikata is dead, and the graphic has an interesting mm -hmm. angle to it. Yes, page 16 says the head of national security during the PNDC regime, Captain Kuchujikata, retired, has passed on. According to a statement issued by the family, he died early Saturday, November 20, at the age of 85. Mm -hmm. He's a retired army officer, politician, one of the founders of the NDC. And the family statement signed by Colonel Joshua Agbotui, retired, and Fui S. Chikata said, in accordance with Mr. Chikata's wishes, wishes mm -hmm. the family would be making arrangements for a private burial. They called him Bakbalaja. You know what Bakbalaja means? <laughs> no. Because you know what Bakbalaja means? I know what he means. Yes. There was a musician called Bakbalaja. He was on Hammers Lost Files. What does Babalaja mean? Babalaja No, my on the radio. Come on, come on, come on, on the TV show. What did you do yesterday? All right, a few more stories. We are charting a new path. IGP. It's very important. Let me give you this story because of what he said. He said that the Ghana Police Service has started a new path in order to become the most respected institution in Ghana. Uh -huh. He said the path is also aimed at making the service become a reference point mm. in the rest of Africa. Dr. Dampari was speaking at a young entrepreneur's uh, breakfast meeting in Ho as part of his tour of the Volta region and said the service has the will to chart the path. Now, right below that story... Mm -hmm. Armed robbers kill one at Garu. Mm. The story says a man identified only as Kwachi has died while other passengers traveling in a Mercedes Sprinter bus along the Kugri Avosum Road in the Garu district sustained injuries when three suspected armed robbers attacked them. 
and the P public affairs officer of the Upper East Regional Police uh, Command, ASP David Fiancotri, in a statement said that the three suspected armed robbers each wielded AK-47 guns and machetes and made away with unspecified amounts of money and mobile phones from their victims. Nita, okay. take me to the Graphic Center page. There's a story from the Deputy Education Minister about schools. I wanted you to do this because if you go to the GNA, there's a story that is saying that the CHAS is asking Bufferstock to address erratic food supply. Mm -hmm. Bogatanga is where this story is coming from. The CHAS, which is the Conference of Heads of Assisted Senior High Schools, has called the management of GES and stakeholders to address challenges associated with performance of the Bufferstock company to regularly supply food to schools. Now, it said delays in food supply to schools was affecting the running of SHSs as students continue sometimes to stay home for lack of food. Charles emphasized the poor, unreliable, and erratic supply of food staffs from the buffer store company affected schools and must be addressed. Indeed, it must be re-looked at and addressed. Now, this was in a communique signed by Alaji Yakub Bubakar, the president of the conference, and General Secretary Mr. Kwame Ousu Adiomi, and issued at the end of the 59th. Uh, annual conference because actually the story is in the Ghanaian times forgive me the story of the uh, deputy minister I think he was speaking uh, somewhere in the yes he says we are ready to admit all successful BEC yes. students yes. and the story says the deputy minister for education Reverend John in Team Forger has affirmed that the government has instituted measures to ensure that all successful candidates will be placed in any of the public senior high or technical and vocational schools across the country mm. according to him um, the, this will ensure that the 571,000 uh, candidates who sat for the BEC, if they are successful, will benefit from the government's flagship free senior high school program. He was mm. speaking <coughs> to Charles at their 59th. So he was, at, he was there? Yes, well, he was he there. Was there. Okay. Because you know, I was talking about the IGP and the new chapter. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> the police caught somebody. Yeah, three persons who were jailed 17 years is for robbing mobile money vendors mm. and the driver of his vehicle within the Accra metropolis created a scene at the court premises in their bid to escape. Mm -hmm. But for the timely intervention of brave court officials and the police, the convicts would have escaped. The accused subjected policemen to slaps and punches wow. in the bid to escape and a warning shot by the by a police officer stopped the accused who then who were then close to the court's main gate. Donald, right. Let me take you to page 2 of the Chronicle. Mm -hmm. There is something I've been drawing our attention to over the past few months mm -hmm. and it's creeping in gradually. What is so it? Is, is spoiling essay mm. poor attitude compounding sanitation challenges in Sunyai, mm -hmm. and this is according to the municipal health director mr daniel osukoko he has observed that the deeply rooted attitude of most Ghanaians explains the sanitation challenges in the country mm -hmm. according to him the poor sanitation we're experiencing as a country is as a result of a deep-rooted attitude of Ghanaians, and until there are drastic changes our sanitation problems could become bigger mm. Uh, he said this when the municipal assembly organized a cleanup exercise. And if you go to Sunyani now, mm -hmm. their sanitation is becoming a problem. Traffic is becoming a problem. Flooding in some parts becoming a problem. And we need to pay attention to our smaller cities and make them better than Accra and Kumasi. All right, let's get out of stories. Yes, the Herald on page three, uh, they say Joe Gatti challenges of Furiata sports minister and Lance Isaac Isiama in trouble. Mm -hmm. Now, the member of parliament mm -hmm. for Isikadu Ketan constituents in the western region, Jogate, has queried both the finance minister and the minister of youth and sports, asking them to clarify some claims made in the 2022 budget statements. Kanofriata had claimed that the Asipon Stadium in 2nd D was undergoing renovation and at the time of presenting the budget was 90% complete. But this has turned out to be false as there is no work going on there. Former sports minister Isaac Isiama 
throughout his tenure never spared any effort to talk about the refurbishment of stadia across the country but it looks like jogate is not happy mm-hmm. and he has a uh, Writing a few things to ask. Wrote a letter to ask for clarification on that issue. One of the things we should be looking out for is the NLA KGL matter because um, Samir Oku says that the NLA is targeting 45 million Ghana cities in 2022. Uh Uh And according to him, the existing contract with KGL, which largely tilts um, the benefits in favor of KGL, which saw them pay 20 million in 2020 and 25 million in um, 2021, is currently under review. Let me give you the landlady threatening to close MPP Ashanti Regional Head Office over rent area. A story on my journal line by Prince Apia says the new patriotic party in the Ashanti region could face an eviction, could, could face eviction from its offices or head office of an allegation of three years rent arrears by the landlady. The landlady and a young man believed to be her son stormed the office premises on Friday and disrupted an ongoing meeting by tertiary students conference Tescom to ram home their demands it compelled the Tescom members to call off the meeting at the facility and move to a nearby office speaking to the media Mano Yangsin, who claimed to be the landlady's son said a five-year agreement which took effect 2014 between the two parties was long overdue the sound the landlady said that the amount is 36,000 cities according to him his elder brother gave out the facility to mpp for thousand cities every month for five years he contributed that they he continued that they agreed to renegotiate after every two years but it has been over eight years and no such thing has happened and then um, let's just wrap up with a few more stories before okay. we go government has secured 74 million dollars for toilet projects this is the issue of the new publisher it says the government has secured an amount of 74 million dollars funding to construct household toilets projects in greater kumasi mm-hmm. and greater Accra metropolitan areas to improve the lives uh, of the people and promote hygiene all right and uh, central region on high alert for yellow fever outbreak this is uh, gna the central region has is on high alert following the outbreak of yellow fever in parts of the country the ghana health service has alerted consequently it has intensified surveillance on all nomads known to have been the lead agents for the spread of the deadly disease in, in that part of the country dr akusha ususapon regional director of ghs disclosed this at the regional coordinating council meeting in cape coast and then still on health covid19 vaccination to start with pfizer for people age 15 and above the ghs will soon begin the vaccination of students age 15 years and are over in various schools across the country with the pfizer vaccine and dr Mpabin says that government must reconsider decision to cancel the road tolls he says we can still have the road tolls and we don't we don't want the road tolls <laughs> you don't want the road tolls what's this problem i went to home and came back there was no traffic <laughs> when i i you know the road toll causes traffic when i got to you know in past there was no traffic where the, you know, I've been to Ho a few times this year. When you get to, from Dawinia going towards Mutu, um, there's yes, some toll booth there. Traffic. Yeah, with some very bad potholes in front yeah. of it. It was very clear. When I got to Sugakope as well, there was no traffic because there was no road toll, toll booth. Mm. So please, don't bring it back. Okay. They even right. demolish the structures <laughs> and plant flowers there. Okay. They should demolish the tobus and plant trees or something. We don't want any toe in it. Editorial, quickly, let's go. Okay, BNFT, surge in phrase. Charges hampering recovery efforts and support for local manufacture of pharmaceuticals crucial right. to boosting growth. All right. The Ghanaian Times New Job in South Assembly's response exemplary. All right. Chronicle US buck can be stopped in its tracks if mm-hmm. the Herald says Captain Kojoti Chikata exit of the man the myth. Mm. And they find that iron ore exploit- exploitation is good news. Aloski News editorial demolish tobos and plant flowers. <laughs> Thank you, Kojo. Thank you, Nathan. That's all we have time for. Coming up next, the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. All right, time for City Business News brought to you by Goyle. We are rewarding prepaying customers with a Go Card with a two peso discount per liter on fuel. You can also get amazing discounts on all lubricants and free life insurance cover for my life insurance. Accrue and contribute loyalty points to a social group to fund an approved CSR project. And above all, enjoy exclusive Goyle branded campaign gifts. Visit our website registration.goyle.com.gh and all Goyle social media platforms. Goyle, good energy. Yeah, yeah, dear. Enterprise Life is helping you with some carefully crafted life solutions to help you achieve your dreams no matter how big they are. Call us on 0307-084444. Let's guide you as you make life-changing choices for your family. Download the Enterprise Advantage app today. Enterprise Life, your advantage. The news is also brought to you by MTN and Stambik Bank. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Anita Kisimiriku is here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of CC Business News. Proudly brought to you by MCN Goal Enterprise Life and powered by citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Energy Ministry engages Public Utilities Regulatory Commission for a competitive tariff regime aimed at making the energy sector financially viable. And Economist calls for a holistic approach to revenue mobilization as Parliament prepares to debate the 2022 budget statements and economic policy. My name is Anita Kisimriku. To our very first story, Energy Minister Dr. Matthew Pokuprempe says his outfit is currently engaging the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, PURC, on how best tariffs can reflect costs and make the energy sector financially viable. According to him, having a competitive tariff regime within Ghana's energy sector will enable Ghanaians compete more favorably against their counterparts in the sub-region. Ghana currently has one of the highest electricity tariff in the sub-region, a situation that many industry players have raised concerns over. Power in the country is presently being sold at about 17 cents per kilowatt hour as compared to about 8 cents per kilowatt hour with Nuclear Energy delivering the keynote address at the 5th Ghana Energy Awards. Minister of Energy Matthew Opoku-Prempe also charged other stakeholders, such as the independent power producers, to re-examine their tariffs and energy charges in order, order to deliver reliable and affordable power. The Ministry of Energy will continue to collaborate with the relevant stakeholders to ensure that this critical sector employs more innovative solutions to drive the president industrialization agenda in the most effective way. Two things that are coming up. We, the energy sector, are collaborating with PURC for tariff rationalization. Everybody, when he hears the name of PURC, thinks it should be tariff increases, tariff increases, tariff increases. But an unexamined life is not worth living. And we hope PURC will take and re-look and re-examine 
their tariff structure to provide a better regulatory service to the energy sector in the country. Also, I know some are here, the independent power producers. I do know, I do know for a fact that charges for goods and services in Ghana is contrary to the Foreign Exchange Transaction Act of Bank of Ghana 2006. So we'll be coming back at you to look at your tariffs and your energy charges to reflect in CDs because that's the only currency we have and we adore and we have to protect. Energy Minister Dr. Matthew Opoku-Prempis speaking there. Now, as Parliament prepares to begin debating the 2022 budget statement on Tuesday, November 23, 2021, a senior lecturer in the Department of Economics at the University of Ghana, Dr. Edu Osusakuria, has called for a more holistic approach to revenue mobilization next year. The government is planning to raise as much as 100.5 billion Ghana CDs in total revenue and grants next year. There is more on this report. The Minister for Finance, Ken Ferreta, on Wednesday, November 17, 2021, as part of the 2022 budget presentation, announced new measures to shore up government's revenue and also to enhance job creation. Key amongst the measures to raise revenue next year is the imposition of a 1.75% levy on all electronic transactions above 100 Ghana CDs. Other measures include the restoration of the benchmark values of imports, the implementation of the Unified Common Platform for Property Rate Administration with effect from January 1, 2022, as well as the intensification of the Revenue Assurance and Compliance Enforcement Initiative to plug revenue leakages, among others. While the public is divided on some of the revenue measures, especially the e-levy, others like economist Dr. Eduo Ususakodia have called for a more holistic approach to raising government's revenue. Government should not only concentrate on the easy way of raising revenue like taxing for prices and also taxing momo transactions. There are other areas that can raise more revenue for government, like the tax exemptions. The tax exemptions alone cost this country 4.6 billion cities a year, and I do not understand why the same government has put in the budget that they're going to tackle the tax exemptions, either reduce it or abolish it. But the same government has put in over 3 billion cities for uh, tax exemptions. So Dr. Sarkodio also urged government to look at the profits from the telecommunications sector as a source of revenue. Then there are other areas that I propose that the government should look at, like the telco's profits. During COVID, when the economy was underperforming, the telco companies made over 60% more profits from their business activity. And therefore, I believe that government should find a way to increase the tax on their profits. We can also talk about a natural resource. If government participation interest increases to 55%, government of Ghana expects to raise 33 billion Ghana cities from the natural resources every year. If you have this money, there's no need to go and borrow. Economist Dr. Edu Osusakodie ending that report. Away from that, the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana has welcomed the directive by the government for the cessation of road toll collection. According to the association, the move will help put an end to post-harvest losses and the extortion of trucks carrying food from farm gates to the market centres. Some stakeholders in the food distribution value chain suffer partly due to delays at the various checkpoints in the country. The Minister for Finance, Ken Ofori, uttered during the presentation of the 2022 
to budgets announce the abolishment of all forms of tolls on public roads and bridges, as tolling points have become unhealthy centres that often lead to heavy traffic. Dr. Charles Nyaba is the head of programmes and advocacy with the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, and he spoke during a press briefing on the budget's presentation in Accra. We earlier on did a, a research to understand some of the factors that lead to post service losses. And one of the points that came out clearly from the stakeholders has to do with the delays in movement of goods from the farm gates to centers like uh, Kumasi, Takrade, and Accra. Now, when we interrogate further to understand how these uh, delays were caused, it came out clearly that toll booths is one of the, the points where delays usually occur. Because uh, sometimes you get there, you are spending uh, between 10 to 15 minutes on just one toll booth. Um, so when we heard in the budget that the toll booths were going to be removed, we were very happy with that. Uh, but we also think that we need to also consider the livelihoods of people who work in the toll booths, uh, the direct collectors and those who sell along the toll booths. So if it is possible, government can establish satellite markets uh, along those areas, but not by the roadside, so that uh, people who are committing from those areas to uh, the urban center, if they want to buy food crops, they can just branch there and then purchase them. That was the Head of Programs and Advocacy with the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Dr. Charles Nyaba. Let's now head over to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Markets where banks trade amongst themselves. Over there, the dollar is selling at 5 CDs, 91 pesos. It's recorded no price change. The British pound lost 1 peso and is selling at 7 CDs, 96 pesos. The euro lost 2 pesos and is selling at 6 CDs, 69 pesos. The Chinese one remained unchanged and is selling at 93 pesos. The South African rand also remained unchanged and is selling at 38 pesos. Be guided that these figures will, however, be much higher as a forex bureau near you. The Chartered Institute of Bankers Ghana is being charged to ramp up efforts in offering digital skills training to its members as Ghana moves into a cash-light economy. Stakeholders in the banking sector have over time instituted digital services in order not to be left out of the digitization agenda. Delivering a speech during the 12th graduation and induction ceremony of the Chartered Institute of Bankers on behalf of the Minister of Education, the Director in Charge of Tertiary Education at the Ministry of Education. Dr. Eric Encanta talks the institutes to introduce courses in line with digitization to build its members. The COVID-19 pandemic has taught all of us very, very useful lessons. The most paramount is a need to harness information technology in our educational schemes to churn out graduates who can quickly adapt to the working environment. You heard Director in Charge of Tertiary Education at the Ministry of Education, Dr. Eric Nkansa. Let's now join Emmanuel Adiziza of Databank for the latest updates on the stock markets. Last week, the Ghana Stock Exchange recorded price movements in four stocks, two gainers and two decliners. While advanced 7.06% to 1 CD 82 pesos, while Calbank climbed 6.10% to 87 pesos. On the losing side was MTN, which declined 3.85% to 1 CD 25 pesos, together with Total, which lost 0.36% to 5 CDs 50 pesos. The decline in the heavily weighted MTN 
drag down the market indices. Accordingly, the Ghana Stock Exchange Composite Index declined 1.73% to record a year-to-date return of 50.37%, while the Data Bank Stock Index lost 1.20% to record a year-to-date return of 55.17%. This week, we expect Enterprise Group and Goyle to make some gains based on the observed demand for their stocks. On the other hand, MTN should decline on the prevalent selling pressure. That was Emmanuel Azidizia of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal and Enterprise Life and powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Anisa Kisimeku. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Fourteen minutes past seven. Congratulations to all the fresh BC graduates. Now you have basic education. You can only build up from there to become a great person. You're the one we're depending on for the next thirty years. Oh yes. So whether you're fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen, written BC finished last week Friday. Don't get involved in the funny things they get involved in, like taking your school uniform and burning it and all those things. Oh, you have a basic education now. It's a great foundation to build upon. You can get secondary or, or technical education. And it's you are not too young to have a goal for your life. You are not too young to get serious. Now people people just live on, and then they wait till they are 23, then they say, okay, I want to get serious. It's maybe too late. I've seen 14-year-olds online doing some great things. You need to start thinking about the next phase of your life as a teenager become more useful in the house take 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 your your god more seriously stop fooling around oh yes the house is with it with it you can't be eating that plenty food in the house and just be sleeping and watching television no 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 please be see graduates make yourself more useful in the house start an experiment with entrepreneurship go and learn a trade go and learn something go and learn how to sew go and learn a craft now one of the things i wish i had done when i finished bc was to learn a proper craft like go and spend a year with a carpenter to learn proper carpentry or go and be with a mechanic you know we we didn't we, we didn't we didn't know a lot of things and if i had known what life would be when I finished BC and I spent one year just doing Adidas, if they had given me an apprenticeship with, say, a carpenter or a mason or something, and I learned how to do something for a year. I did carpentry. You see? And I, I used to make sushi box. You see? I made, I made a lot of money. Kojo, imagine <laughs> if we said to every BC graduate to just go and do apprenticeship. Maybe a catering company. Just go and learn how to cook. Go and learn how to sew. For one year, whilst you wait for your... Make biscuits. Or make beads. So bolo. Yeah. For a year, imagine if all our BC graduates for the entire SS 
have learned a trade. One year of, they are not paying you. We are going to work and they just give you food to eat. You are not, you are not paying. Nobody's paying you any money. You will be, you will be, you be surprised what that would do for your future and your options. So let's not waste time watching TV, giving them food to eat and pampering them. No, they must look for something to do. Please, I saw one this weekend at the good day thing. Very tall, he's taller than me. Say he's finished BC, he's like 15 years old. Hey, you, this height, who's feeding you? Go and look for something to do. Anyway, that's my personal rant. Lechelle is proud to be associated with kickoff. What a weekend of sports. Too many sports stories, man. Christmas came early at Lechelle Savings and Loans. Payroll loans at Lechelle have become very rewarding. Get a loan from now till 17 December. Earn yourself free shopping vouchers to make this Christmas season enjoyable. Apply at our web forms appforms.lesheho.com or call 0302-208-333. Lesheho, let's improve lives. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Benjamin Kitia is here with a lot of stories. Yep, yep. Your Accra had to focus in trouble. Tell me. Charlie. winless Charlie. but you know we should we should have scored you know that game man eh? hmm, i won't say much <laughs> should have could have would have mm. well had to folk still winless uh, in the ghana premier league asante kotoko maintained perfect start to the season william amponsa and larry basakat emerged winners of the mating edition of the good day energy drink cross country and manchester united begin hunt for an interim coach after sacking olegana social Let's begin with some cross country and after weeks of preparations, the mating edition of the Good Day Energy Drink Cross Country took center stage as professional and amateur runners competed for the 20,000 Ghana CDs prize money at stake. The competitors, both male and female, run the 12-kilometer course with stretch from Brekusu to Pediasse and in the end, William Amponsa and Larry Basakat both walked away with 5,000 Ghana CDs for finishing first in the men and women's categories respectively. Here is winner for the men's category, William Amponsa, sharing his thoughts after finishing in first place. It was, it was, it was okay. I think it was a little bit, a, a, a little bit hilly, but still, uh, I, I was able to enjoy my, my race. So, from what I understand, you've won all the cross countries you've competed in. So, what's your plan for the next one? When are you ready to go? Normally, after every uh, every race, I think you need about two weeks to recover before you can run another race. Yeah. So you had William Amponsa, who is winner for the men's category of the first edition of the Good Day Energy Drink Cross Country. Let's move on to the Ghana Premier League match week four. And Wafa played out a 2-2 draw with Legon City's Great Olympics played out a dramatic 3-3 draw with Dreams FC Olympics were awarded three penalties in the game. Ashanti Gold uh, compounded the misery of Accra Hearts of Folk, beating them by two goals to nil. Elmina Sharks also beat the BNE Stars by two goals to one. Adriana Stars were the biggest winners on the game week, beating RTU by five goals to one. And then Asante Kotoko maintained their 100% start to the new season, this time beating 11 Wonders by two goals to nil. Let's hear from 11 Wonders head coach Yawa Champo, he bemoaned his players' inability to stick to the game plan and also the absence of key players for their poor running form. 
uh, I'm a little disappointed with my boys because the strategy that we brought to the game, you know, it lasted for only, I think, 20, 25 minutes. And then they changed and they start playing their own game. So I'm a little disappointed. Mm. I don't have a problem with that because eight of our players can't play. We came with the, our registered players. Before the start of the season, we learned that eight of our players, they are cardies with the FA and they can't play. So we are only using what we have in the matches. So we are just doing our best. So you had Yawa Tampo, who is head coach of Techiman 11 Wonders. On the side of Asante Kotoko, head coach Prosper Nate Ogum attributed their good form to the players trusting in his methods. It's, it's all by hard work, commitment to duty, and then the players trusting in the process. I mean, trying to be disciplined at all times, whatever we are doing at training, uh, doing their best to implement it on the field of play. Mm. So I'm happy and they are also happy. I think uh, we, are, we are always trying to uh, make sure that if our opponent uh, has the ball, we don't allow them to, to, to play. We mark them tight where it is necessary. Where we have to push up on them, we push up on them. Where we have to press, we press. And when we have the possession, we try to identify the spaces in between our opponents and try and play through the spaces. So I think that was what we were able to do to overcome them. Asante Kotoko head coach Prosper Nate Ogum speaking there. In the other matches played, Accra Lions beat Bechem United by two goals to one. And Brekum Chelsea also won by one goal to nil against Kumasi Kim Faisal. Let's move on to the English Premier League match week 12. Tottenham Hotspur, they came back from a goal down to beat Leeds United by two goals to one. Manchester City also thrashed Everton by three goals to nil. And then Liverpool, they made light work of Arsenal. 4-0 is how that game ended. Let's hear from Arsenal head coach Mikel Arteta defending his goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale after the thrashing. Yeah, they totally deserve to win the game. Uh, we lose our shape, we lose our compactness. Uh, the moment that we start to give every single ball away and once they score the second and the third one, in open spaces, you know what you're facing with Liverpool and, um, and Aaron Sabres to not to concede more. Arsenal head coach Mikel Arteta speaking there. In the other game played Aston Villa, they beat Brighton and Hove Albion by two goals to nil. New Aston Villa head coach is Steven Gerrard. He shared his thoughts after he picked up his maiden victory as Villa manager. Really proud of the players, the effort. You know, we've had one week together on the training pitch. They've took a lot of information on board and... Um, They've carried out a, a game plan that we've gave them and they deserve all the credit for that. I thought we finished extremely well. Clean sheet. And we got a captain's performance from, from Tyrone Minks to kill the game. So a lot, a lot of positives to take away. But listen, it's only a start, but it's certainly something for us to build on. Aston Villa boss Steven Gerrard speaking there. Burnley played out a 3-3 draw with Crystal Palace. Newcastle also played out a 3-3 draw with Brentford. Norwich beat Southampton by two goals to one. Watford beat Man United by four goals to one. And Wolves also beat West Ham by one goal to nil before Leicester lost 3-0 to Chelsea. Let's hear from Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel speaking about what it felt like watching N'Golo Kante score a special goal. I was not even sure because I could not see um, if it's inside or in the outside of the net. So when everybody started celebrating, I was I was finally sure with a bit of a delay. Now it's nice because he he does so much for the team and he arrives in such good positions. He's such an also not only a hardworking player but an intelligent player. So good for him. He he scores in training. He takes good decisions in in uh, in, in training and. Uh, I, I, I hope it encourages him to, uh, to be more brave. 
Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuchel speaking there. Now, Manchester United have sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after their humiliating 4-1 uh, Premier League loss to Watford. The Norwegian had been under pressure for most of the season and a run of one win in their last seven league uh, matches finally ended his tenure at Old Trafford. United are set to be already in the market for an interim manager. Mauricio Pochettino has been mentioned. Zinedine Zidane has also been mentioned. Let's finish off with some um, boxing. And Ghana's Isaac Dogbe's hand for a shot at the featherweight title was giving a boost after he urged Puerto Rican boxer Christopher Diaz in the bout in Las Vegas over the weekend. The bout was the final undercard of the Terence Crawford and Sean Porter bout and it turned out to be a very close encounter. Ultimately, it was Dogbe who managed to edge out his opponent and win via a majority decision. Judges uh, Tim Chetham and Don Trekler scored the bout 96-94, 97-93 for Dogbe, while Eric Cheek scored it 95-95. The victory was Dogbe's third on the bounce since he lost to Emmanuel Navarrete as he seeks to become a world champion for a second time so that's what's going on as far as isaac dogbe is concerned that's all for this morning's edition of kickoff my name is benjamin inketia kickoff was brought to us by lechego and santo energy there's more sports at citysportsonline.com this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation unleashing the power of relevant radio this is city 97.3 Just me, my thoughts, and my pillow again. Loneliness, such a day where one day would drive me insane. Me who send me a moody mood, now my heart is in pain. No amount of champagne, no fickle over this pain. Me taking whiskey, 12 shots, making wishes to my thoughts. Crying and thinking and wishing I go forget this pain. I mean, forget his name. Kissing on my finger, wishing I am wearing his ring. If you know, be grammar with some character. My character go free, accept anything. Even if it be copper self. I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Even if it be copper self, I need a man, make a show him I be proper chef. Text. Keeper of the gates of wisdom, please let me in. Keeper of the gates of wisdom, please let me in.
Alright, so it's uh, 7.36 yes, I need a, man. a few birthdays coming this morning Keeper of the gates of wisdom Please Happy birthday to Madame Lydia Oforiwa Who lives at Dan Soman Glefe From your children Alex, Rita and Agnes We pray the good Lord continue to bless you Give you long life and good health To George Dewan Hammond of MTN You have been an amazing husband and father God bless you as you celebrate another year of grace from your wife, Besiwa Dowona Hamon. And to Mrs. Mercy Mamle Tete of East Legon for Manuela and your children. And wishing my wife, Andrea Akosu Amponsa of CBG Bank Atomic Junction Branch a happy 40th birthday. What shall we say to the Lord? May the dew of heaven and the riches of the earth be abundant to you. From Mr. Stephen Techi Adiachi. Mamiya Techiwa, Papa Kojo Nyamiche, and Nanaya Amuiniwa. Also wishing Mr. Theophilus Atram a happy birthday from Ababio at Haptel. And happy 80th to Honorable Hakman Ousu Adjiman, a distinguished statesman in his own right and a key contributor to the building of our democracy. Congratulations on a life well lived. Muniyo. He wants me to play Moon York by Dan Hamilton. With love from your loving wife, your children, your grandchildren, your brothers, your sisters, and extended family. Hakman Uswajuman. He was on Footprint recently. Happy 70th to Professor Jane Nana Opoku Ajuman. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Wow, so Ajiman, two Ajimans. Auntie Jane. Oh, uh, Jane. yeah, happy birthday. International Jane. Wow. Happy, happy former birthday. Former VC of UCC, yeah. running yeah. mate of John Mahama, educationist, yeah. former and minister and of uh, education. And uh, happy birthday to mm. former Sante Kotoko goalkeeper Felix Anan. All right. Happy birthday to Ghana's greatest ever goal scorer, Asama Jan, the Asama, baby Jack. Asama, Asama, baby. <laughs> So you share a birthday with all these people? Yeah. Happy birthday to Yakubu Aibeni of Nigeria. No, no, let's hold on. You you and Hakman Ousu Ajiman. <laughs> you and Professor Jenan Opoku Ajiman. Yes. You and Asamwajan. Asamwajan. Hey. Yeah. This is in good is, company. And then is, other strange characters like Chris Smalling. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. And Maran Fellaini. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And uh, another one coming in. Coming in to you, Vera. Vera is one of our most avid listeners. Kaira Vera. Who listens to City, watches City all the way from Glasgow in the United Kingdom. Yes, and for my breakfast, I'll be having a toasted CBS with baked city <laughs> news at 10. Followed by kinky with spicy brunch in the city. Coffee break, mo- is it mocha or mocha? Mocha with Traffic Avenue brownies. And for dinner, eyewitness news with uh, eh? vermicelli rice. <laughs> and then dessert will be point of view ice cream with velvet cake. And and I like to say happy birthday to Jackie Nate of right. Glyco Adabraka. Nice one. Glyco Adabraka. And to Yvonne Ejiri Alote of the Judicial Service coming from Fifi. Happy belated birthday to Ace Ananankoma. The 20th of September, November was your birthday. 
and a happy birthday to two of my mother's favorite sons, Nene Tepete. Yesterday was his birthday, and today is Felix Kaiser Kodowo Jr.'s birthday as well. Two exceptional young men, great friends, great, great guys. They are celebrating their birthday. Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday to my wife on her 40th. On this special day, I wish you a special happy birthday. My life would not have been complete without you. You've been a manager in every aspect of our lives. We love you dearly. From your husband, Nicolas Ampofuapia, your daughter, Mehetabel, and your son, Benjamin, to you, Mrs. Bernice Ampofuapia. Don't forget your birthday requests are brought to you by Creamy Plus. Evaporated milk takes you back to the original taste of milk. A great compliment to your tea, your coffee, your gari soakings, your masque, and all your cereals. Creamy Plus contains all the essential vitamins in the milk, vegetable fat. Jazz up your nightcap with creamy taste of Creamy Plus evaporated milk. Available in all girls' shops, shell shops, Patrona Total, and other supermarkets. All right, let me just repeat. Could you, I was saying something. I don't know whether you were there. I, I I feel like talking to you know this weekend when I went for the the the, the cross country. I met a couple of young guys at the event, and some of them had finished writing BC. So we we're just talking. And um, first thing, congrats to Good Day. We had over two hundred and fifty participants we had a 13 year old boy from adidome and he was part of a, a, a running club in ho um we had some very strong teams from ashanti ashanti has very good runners lots of good runners so ashanti actually won the girls group event mm -hmm. followed by the armed forces and then upper west region and then the men as well the ashanti region did very very well but the overall winner and all the others fantastic performances but i met a, a few young people and i was talking to someone in jss or in class six and things and i was just saying i think these days maybe not these days but i think our bc graduates have a lot of opportunity okay because i'll tell you something when i finished bc there was nothing like coding but if you're a bc graduate you can code now when i finished bc nobody told me i should learn how to type right so when i was writing my thesis i was still doing a one b one Right? Could you imagine? A S D S column N L J K J. Did you ever learn how to type with a typewriter before? I had to learn typewriter. University. Typewriter. Yes. So there was a typewriter in my house. What's the name of the typewriter? Brother. Yes. The typewriter is called brother. 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 That typewriter. It was at university I started learning how to type. So I'm saying, if you finish BC, let's. We're going to give you a few things you can do. How long do they have to wait before the results come? At least three months or something. I don't know. At least they'll stay home three, yeah. four, five, six months before they move on. Please don't do Adidas. Mm -hmm. Adidas <coughs> is wake up, eat, laze around the house, and then just watch TV, and then go and chat with your friends. No, give yourself a few skills. If I were you, I would definitely learn typing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now A S D F space N L J K space is very very good. <laughs> A S D. Look, you can do that thing, and you know, because my sister learned how to type. Yeah. And when she's typing, she doesn't look on the typewriter. She's typing, brrr, and me, I'm still doing, you know. So, learn how to type. That's number one. Number two, if you can learn how to code, if you can learn how to code, I think there are institutions that can help you. Tell yourself that before you go to secondary school, you've learned how to code. Now, if you don't know how to, if you can't do those two, third one, go and be an apprentice for somebody. So, let's assume there's an FFO in your area, a carpenter, or some, somebody, something, somebody doing a cooking business. Go and let them teach you how to do it. Don't say you want salary. 
that skill you get before you enter secondary school it will set you apart by the time you finish university you are straight ahead of your let, let me let, let, let me let me help you out so parents who are listening mm -hmm. you also have a role in encouraging the children to do this mm -hmm. i'll use myself as an example right mm -hmm. after bc there was a lady called akoko pamela she uh -huh. used to work at the ghana bible college she was the librarian mm -hmm. so i went to work with her for about three months in the library in the library doing what sorting out books um cataloging everything and learning how to type then thursday friday so i'll go there monday wednesday thursday friday i'll go to asafo to go and learn carpentry with my cousin yao damoa and mm. i used to yes so, so, you, so it's not it's not a bc those things is, so the bc carpentry didn't take you that far it's the, no, 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 no. the one you learned practically the that mr kachima taught us didn't take us far you yeah. learned the mortise joints and yeah, all those, those things. things but Going you don't have enough time doing shop, practicals. Right? Mm -hmm. And then somewhere along the line, I, I, I developed interest in computers. Okay. So I went to Franobex Computers. My cousin was also managing that, John Wesley Donko. Okay. And then I learned computer software, hardware, so DOS, um, fixing a, a PC from scratch. Mm -hmm. So if you have the case, motherboard, everything, fixing it from scratch. Yeah. Plus some other things. Now, when I got to uni, mm -hmm. computers were... Now and, and we're the, the big business, we're right? Thing, yes. So me, I was selling computers to people. It was putting money. Ah, in my so this pocket. was after JSS. Yes, after JSS, I learned how to do computer software and hardware. Are you kidding how me? To fix these things. So after JSS. After senior. Not SSS. School, in fact, I think the computers actually um, gave me um, um, leverage in radio because after SS, when we went to Focus FM, I was the only one with a proper computer. <laughs> now PCDJ Red, PCDJ Blue, Atomics. Kai. So I went to set it up Kai. with music on it. Kai. Now, who would you want to play with a computer instead of CDs and yeah, cassettes? Nobody wants right. CDs. So this period is a good time for you to give your children different experiences mm -hmm. to, to, to help them have a better sense of the opportunities and what they can do with their hands, their, mm -hmm. their, their minds, their hearts. Mm -hmm. If you let them stay at home keke, to eat and drink, watch TV, they may not learn a lot of things. Push them to learn other things. Dancing, music. Or travel. I'll tell you something. One of the, things, one of the things I did after BC 95 was my auntie took me to Togo. Yes. And I spent like two weeks in Togo. It changed my life completely mm -hmm. because I had never interacted in another culture. Uh, at the time, Togo was still big. Yeah. They had this huge market, Asigame. Mm -hmm. Stayed at a place called Nekonakboe. Yeah. So when I went to secondary school and some guys from Togo came, some guys who are living in Togo, it was easy to relate with them. And that was just two weeks of my life spent in another country. And it went by road. Yeah. Went by road. So and in all these things, you can also introduce them to the businesses. and mm -hmm. Because after all these things I used to do, going mm -hmm. to the library, going to do carpentry, I'll come home by four mm -hmm. and go around with my mom to go and sell cloth. Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. So working, customer service, sales... All those things. Please, my mother said I should come and collect the money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it helps you mm -hmm. to give your children yeah. a, 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 a better experience. Okay. And so, so let's encourage the children to do that. Let's move on. Yeah. I, I haven't read the full budget. I, I, I listened you to. You still the, haven't read the full budget. It's a lot. I tell them it's too long. So what I did was I, I've read. I've listened to what the months have. It's too long. I'll probably read highlights. Mm. But I know the main points. Yeah. Now, I traveled to Ho this weekend. I'll I, ask you how that trip went. I'll, I'll tell you about the trip. The, the best thing about the trip was that it was short. And I think it was because there was no tour. I, because, you see, I had gone to... I'd, I've done that route a few times this year. Okay. 
and my dread is the Kun Road. I don't know whether the traffic came back. I went on Thursday afternoon. Okay. I left here around two fifteen, mm. two twenty, and I got to home around five thirty. The ghost of traffic had mercy on you. When I was coming back as well, I spent three hours from. When did you come? I I left around six thirty in the morning on Saturday, and I got back nine thirty. And you used the same road. Same route. Why? Because. And this is two different times. That tells you, the Soga Corporate to Ho is just one hour. Mm-hmm. In fact, if they remove those unnecessary speed ramps that committee people have put there, Soga Corporate to Ho is like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, Soga Corporate to Accra is a two-hour journey. In fact, one and a half hours, if you if you have a good day. The Tropoli traffic wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The last time I went to the Southern Volta, we spent at least 30 minutes in that traffic. That traffic wasn't there because the toll booth had been removed. That speed ramp has to be fixed. Then the so, toll booth at Sogakope itself, which also leads to a bit of traffic, was not there. Okay. Motorway as well, there was no toll booth. I am saying that I haven't read the full budget, but they shouldn't bring the toll booth back. They should never bring it. They should, in fact, they should, Omunfa Grida in Tutu toll booth. They should level that place and plant flowers or something. They should never bring it back again. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to listen to the debate. Oh, the toll booth, you know, this revenue, Tampabe, revenue, government, fiscal. No, no, me, I don't want to do this. Remove the toll booth, don't bring it back. This one, for me, it didn't serve any useful purpose. <laughs> that 68 million or 70 million they were collecting, I don't know what they were using to do because the Tropoli Road, before that toll booth, there are wires and there are, there are iron rods sticking out in the road in front of a toll booth. Iron rods. A system where you can collect 70 million CDs a year and there will still be iron rods in front of the toll booth. It's a useless system. So for me, I don't want to go into parliament. Did they speak? You know, Ghana, we like all those law, law things. Fine. Whether he did the right thing, whether the letter was okay, parliament. For me, as a Ghanaian citizen, they should never bring that toll thing again. They should, they should redeploy the toll workers, give them a new job, train them for something else. They should have probably thought of that before removing the toll booth. But I'm saying that having seen the way movement can be easy without toll booth, they never they, they, it, should, it should never come back I know you can't argue oh we can do electronic toll booth in the UK they have card no 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 so we, for you in the case of toll booth we should throw the bath water and the child I, away together I, I uh, think after the parliament approves of it uh-huh. they should take greater uh-huh. oh, which one the one that they what did they call it? which one you just go. They should demolish it and about. level it and uh-huh. clean the because you see the way the tube is when you reach, they have to even slow down small and pass through like you are entering a needle. They should clear it and they should they should put a banner. We used to waste people's time here, but we've repented. <laughs> they should do that. So we should throw the baby away with the bad water. The baby is still born. We don't want that baby again. No, I'm serious. The stop <laughs> should never come back. Now I I don't support the E level you. And I'll come to eleven. But I'm saying, the no, because there are no alternatives. It's not either or. You mm-hmm. can the toll booth there should go because it hasn't served any useful purpose. It has just caused traffic. It has caused heartache. It has just wasted our time. They should go. Should never come back again. So for me, that's the best thing in this budget: the toll booth remover. I know you don't agree with me, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> And I also know that more people listening agree with me than you. Because if you know you haven't spoken, I can see what is in your mind. You are, you are, you are thinking about how to put it in a way. So first issue, listeners. Toe booth, never come back. If you are on any toe booth, there are 36 toe booths in Ghana. I have the list. Please, 
let me know which one you are happy has gone let me know your experience how have you enjoyed the past week all these casuato booth things that have been stressing our lives are gone and we are really grateful to god we thank the road minister too now a great idea starts from small beginnings finding the right partner to open doors build it up with the right support the idea grows and takes shape and finally falls in the right place we are republic bank as a solid safe and secure bank growing with you from dream to reality is what we do best step into our blue portal step into success republic bank we are the one for you and great news from vodafone smart Safe. for a limited time we're giving you extra value when you buy your smart Safe device online you can buy your vodafone smart Safe device online today at a discounted price of 379 cds in addition we are giving you a whopping 10 gig data absolutely free vodafone smart Safe device keeps you connected to the things that matter both at home in the office at the best value visit our website to check coverage availability in your area and buy online today terms and conditions apply vodafone together we can and let mastercard take you on a priceless journey into the fresh colorful and exciting world of dining awaking your senses when you take a big juicy bite out of exclusive culinary office and taste the passion put into making unforgettable meals when you help support small business by dining local because food is beyond what we eat it's an experience bring your taste buds to life with mastercard and start something priceless because you're talking about dining uh you're asking me about who mm. man i was at the whole stadium on friday for the fair and what impressed me most was the wide variety of things that people made themselves so people are doing clothes a lot of food joints a lot of rice locally made rice um furniture companies Te- uh, whole technical university have some amazing machines that they do fufu pounding machine all kinds of things that they do themselves and for me what 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 i like about the fair was the diy component mm-hmm. and the local content they didn't go and bring imported things to come and sell most of the things that they were exhibiting were things that they make whether it's so blue drinks all kinds of brands granite paste roasted granites a lot of food things a lot of coffee oh man kawamoka wine uh, some guys were doing some pastes clothing volta wine mm-hmm. a lot of clothing shoes mm-hmm. you know and i feel i feel that every region should go that route there were the night i went the indians had a fair to exhibit what they did in the region what they wanted to do big big indian companies came to meet the agi to have a discussion so they're like a region trying to bring investors in in there different tourism companies exhibiting stuff they do and uh, the minister of meeting them about manufacturing setting up rice f- mills there was a guy who was talking to me about coming up with a huge rice thing they wanted to do in some part of the region as well i feel that this is where we are in the country yeah and the focus of the the regional coordinating council on in, in the district assemblies man and there was a day uh, and so when i went every day there's a district that meets so like uh, i met the dce for afajato he'll come and talk about the diverse things they do and the potentials there by the time all the districts finish you have investors sitting there you know what to do yeah you know so i think that i had against all and the other thing i like is that there was no ndc mpp <laughs> this fair the you know the parliamentarians had come for what do you call it they are come the budget for, conference yes. all mps were there yeah abambabing was there he visited the fair he gave a speech he made the regional minister 
a black one and all those guys they visit. so i i feel that you know every region should think like that because if we don't develop our regions if we don't bring jobs there everybody will flood to accra urbanization has grown 11 percent in the past 11 years it's now 50 something percent it's not sustainable yeah you know so i feel the way the region is focused on driving investment and they were very clear agribusiness ict tourism you know everybody knows that i i think that's a blueprint for development that the regional ministers must work with the MCs and DCs to own the development process. Yes, and, and once they do that and the regional ministers coordinate that the various assemblies let people know mm-hmm. the investment opportunities, mm-hmm. then people who have the money will then go back in there mm-hmm. and invest. For example, over the weekend I saw Kujeto Ablaka mm-hmm. sharing that he had bought um, a harvester mm-hmm. for his constituency, mm-hmm. about 300,000 Ghana cities. Mm-hmm. Now this harvester will enable rice farmers increase their productivity and make money. Now, he's, he's, he's done it and he says they are going to subsidize the cost. And I always say that if you live in a car and you have two land cruisers at home, one is a combined harvester, sell it. Put a harvester mm-hmm. in, your, in, 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 in your community. Put some agri machinery or go and invest in some production in your community. You only don't make money. You are also making them money and giving them a better life. So assemblies have a lot of work to do if you look Mm -hmm. at the li that establishes the assemblies they have economic departments that should be able to do Mm -hmm. an economic analysis of every assembly Mm -hmm. to 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 let people also know the potential in them Mm -hmm. so if you read the what what do you call it composite budgets Mm -hmm. every assembly will tell you in this assembly the economic activities farming this 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 this." but beyond stating what is there Mm -hmm. we need to break things down for people to know what the opportunities are for example Afajato South can take an inventory of their farmlands, mm-hmm. talk to chiefs and mm-hmm. say, look, we want to do something proper in this area. Mm-hmm. Let's lease out the lands at a good rate to encourage people like Bernard Aviles to come and set up plantations, mm-hmm. come and set up farms, to come mm-hmm. and set up agribusinesses. Mm-hmm. Now you move your money from Accra in there. You're employing the young people there and even the old people and you're creating value. Mm-hmm. Before you know, people are getting enough money. They are building better houses in their in their villages and towns mm-hmm. and these places are becoming better places to live yeah you 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 retain your people you retain your cultural integrity mm-hmm. and you retain a lot of, because the more we also travel out a lot of things are lost so now you go to certain places festivals are losing their shine yeah um um um, um cultural activities a lot of things are and all those are part of our being mm. so i think that MMDCs, and if we still have a Ministry of Monitoring and Evaluation and all these things, mm-hmm. or the Chief of Staff or whichever office and local government, they should be pushing them to really sit down and do the job. Mm-hmm. They really need to do the job because we cannot create a macroeconomy if the microeconomics are not being well yep. coordinated and yep. managed. Yep. So yep. we'll always be coming back to E-Levy, Y-Levy. Hmm. If production at the base is done right, mm. Charlie, we all have some peace. Yes, indeed. It's a minute to eight. Coming up next is tech and social media trends. It's brought to us by Standard Chartered Bank and Vodafone. Now, I'm sure you know that from 1st of October, all SIM cards are to be registered with the Ghana card. To register, dial star 404 hash fill the prompts. You'll be required to send the following details on your Ghana card, the PIN number, the surname, first name, date of birth and gender. Send SMS to 655 on Vodafone or contact the National Communication Authority on toll-free 0800-110-622.
or visit our social media pages to register. This announcement is brought to you by Ketsi Vodafone. And if you want a bank that helps you achieve your wealth priorities, Standard Chartered is it. At Standard, your priorities get their priority. We help you protect and grow your wealth. We know your heart lies in your children's well-being. We help them succeed with educational solutions. And our insurance plans provide cover for your life's uncertainties while serving as an investment tool. Call or SMS 023 0650 or 020-222-0478. Standard Chartered here for good. Daniel Cranting is here with... Um, what a weekend. Hmm. But I won't go into sports. So we'll just do trends. Hmm. But I, I can pull a lot of the trends from the the, the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So let me guess. Only only out or something. Thank only you. something is trending. Something Thank you. Something. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God is good. Mm. Well, let's start uh, locally. Yesterday, as a host of your uh, scorecard, score you laugh. You laugh too much. <laughs> in fact, you laugh more than your allocation of laughter. <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault. Christopher Nimoli is not. It's coach's fault. It's, 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 it's not my fault. Sally, the guy was hosting the show, then he started laughing. <laughs> so he couldn't host the show, just laughing. Gua, 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 gua. Oh, my brother. It's not my fault. It's coach Nimoli. It's coach Nimoli. Uh, it's coach Nimoli. Only you to use your long legs and your energy to go and run at the cross country. You are sitting on TV laughing. No, wasting energy. No, mind you. You see. You have to know your level. Um, Kujo Chikata is trending. Uh, he's mm. one of the founding members of the NDC, former head of national security mm. um, during the PNDC regime. Yeah. Uh, he passed away yesterday, aged 85. Was um, it yesterday or Saturday? It was Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. He passed away on Saturday. Um, for social media, is flooding with uh, condolences, goodwill messages. Um, also in the trends, and this excites me very much, Jan is trending. Afenajan. Um, yes, Felix Afenajan, 18-year-old Ghanaian. He came off the bench yesterday with 15 minutes to go AS Roma. He plays for AS Roma. He reminds me of Asamuajan. Yeah. The movement and everything. Even the, the, the first goal. Yes, the first goal is very Asamuajan. Very Asamuajan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came off the bench, he plays for AS Roma. They were drawing goalless yep. at Genoa. He mm. came off and scored Chale. two goals in 15 minutes. Chale. Uh, to Charlie. give Jose Mourinho's side a 2-0 win. Mourinho said he'll buy him new shoes. Yeah, when he scored the goal, he ran to Mourinho. Yeah, he anyway. said, yeah, <laughs> he promised him. Charlie. He said 800 uh, euro boots. That's like 5,500 Ghana cities. Eh? Yeah, worth of uh, for boots. boots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 5,500 for boots. Yes, high-end boots. Well, after, after the goal is called, he, they should even buy him a house. Charlie Perez, why is your kids still at home for BC? You should carry some of them to play football. <laughs> <laughs> But the second goal was absolutely fantastic. It mm-hmm. was it was crazy and social media. It's not just here, but if you open the trend or if you click the trend, you can see everybody is talking about it all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Ole Guna Social is also trending. He's trending hard. He was sacked. <laughs> um, the official statement came yesterday morning, Sunday morning. He was sacked mm. after 35 months in charge of Man United. Um, the last draw was when United were beaten on Saturday, 4-1. So, three years in charge. Yeah, three, three years, years in, in charge. charge. Came mm. in December 2018. Yeah. He leaves in November 2018. I mean, the thing that shocked me was, after the Watford guys scored the fourth goal, somebody on some platform said, I, I, this is a membership brace <laughs> <laughs> So, the guy took off his shirt and was wearing... <laughs> you know this thing they wear that is, I don't know whether it's from posture correction or for whatever, some thing they wear. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the problem he had in that match. <laughs> there were some black team under the shirt. Oh goodness, Emmanuel Dennis is his name. Um, 
and this is the first time in my life mm -hmm. now i kid you not mm -hmm. that i have seen a manager sacked and then they have a post sack interview oh sorry. before he goes <laughs> by the club yeah they've posted it on the, oh, you, the, the, the club <laughs> after they sacked him then they brought him into a room and then they had a one-on-one -on -one interview with him <laughs> no it's called, it's called exit interview it's best practice in post sack interview it's called, it's called exit interview i've <laughs> never seen it in my life before. it tells you that we still love him as oh a yeah legend and he will still be a part of us he will still be a part of us of course but he's a legend Sando. as a player mm. um akraka is also in the trends yeah, uh, over the weekend they lost they lost to key ustshs it was looking like a good weekend for nathan but also the school that beats achimota school tamale shs yes voting they are small they also beat addis adel so addis adel also out so alone Good job, Tamale SHS. I'm now rooting for them. Okay. Uh, Presec, Wesley Girls, Opoku Ari, and Prem Prayer all through. Mm -hmm. As is and then St. Peter's, yeah, and then Chemu. So there are three Ashanti schools, two Accra schools, one Eastern, one Northern, one Volta. Should be a very competitive. I'm all for Ketasco to win it. Yeah, Same it's fine. going to be very tough for whoever. I'm gets Tamale to. or uh, Wesley Girls. Oh, you don't like Presec? Ah, why? <laughs> you have yeah, six. Yeah, Ketasco or Tamasco. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Castro again, oh, featuring Baby Jet, Baby Jet. If you care, you are doing this video. Ah, but thank you, I don't be do the end. Jumpy, 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 eh. We are back on, oh, no. That's where you're back on, oh, no. We are back on, oh, no. That's where you're back on, oh, no. That's what's the demo, yamo, and I want you to have your own. That's your home. From Africa, get the beat, dance to the groove and feel the heat. Hey, as for someone until you know, you never move to a natural figure. Why them they wonder? Now maybe they under the fire. African get them against swagger. Oh baby, baby, you way I go to fall away. Cause you turn me on, you bring me joy, you make me go away. African get the beat, them be sweet, sexy like cheese. With your back on, oh no. With your back on, oh no. Dance with your back on, oh no. With your back on, oh no. From Africa, get the beat, dance to the groove and feel the heat. All right, so 15 minutes past eight, City Breakfast Show. First, take on the budget. 
toll booth removal is great. I experienced this over the weekend and I pray it never comes back. But we'll take some reactions to the new taxes as well. The proposed e levy is coming up strong as well for discussion. Um, Central University is <coughs> Ghana's leading private Christian <coughs> university and is inviting applications for the 2021-2022 academic year. Now, they have degrees and diplomas available online as well as uh, all their campuses, Mutual Christ Temple and Kumasi. And there are scholarships for undergrad applicants as well. Please give them a call 030-331-8583 or 030-239-6189 or visit central.edu.gh. Central University, Christian University strong in applied sciences strong in applied humanities and this festive season access bank says with the one card campaign there are three things involved get the perfect gift card enjoy up to discounts of 25 percent and shop online for free so if you want any if you want to gift any card this christmas season make sure it's an access bank prepaid card just load cash and the card becomes the perfect christmas gift card for more info give access a bank access bank a call 0800 or visit ghana.accessbankplc.com uh, see press for more details access bank more than banking and what's new in the all-new close-up ever fresh it now has a triple fresh formula that cleans protects and cools thanks to the powerful combination of one purifying one a purifying gel two an antibacterial mouthwash formula three ice cool crystals that clean fight and fight up to 90 percent bacterial and the intensely cool close-up triple fresh formula cleans protects cools grab yours now all right a few quick comments on the issue of um, toll boots removal Good morning, Bernard. I agree with you. The tow booth should never come back. Not even the 20 tow booths. The Kasua tow booth, which is gone, is good. I was at Taco over the weekend and the road was bizarre. There was a tow booth on the road. Can you imagine? And he actually sent videos of portions of the main Takra, the Takwa road, which is looking in a state of great disrepair. And a couple of people are saying that even though the tow booth has been removed, at Kasua, there's still a lot of traffic because apparently the trotro divers are still doing their own thing as they say good morning Bernard. on saturday there was heavy vehicular traffic on the Kasua stretch as a at a moment i was asked in if the toll payment had been brought back upon reaching the toll booth it was revealed that the bus stop near the police station after the toll booth was the cause of the traffic apparently trotro drivers park anyhow at the bus stop hence impeding the free flow of traffic it was also revealed that there were some speed ramps just after the tow booth which were causing slow movement of vehicles i recommend the bus stop is taken away from that point or the police personnel should take over to do the needful this is coming from jacob a couple of people agreeing that uh, lack of tow boots is helping traffic to move better Now, while we talk about toll boots, the other contentious issue from the budget is the 1.75% proposed tax on electronic transactions. Now, we're told that that tax will apply to people who spend more than 100 CDs a day. So, your first 100 CDs will not be taxed, and then your next 100 CDs 
will be and anything above that um, there are various views about this here are some members of the public speaking to us about this proposed levy i've just heard it and i was like what what is going on in ghana it's too much it's too much this one is not politics things are getting tougher and tougher every day to increase that is too much so we are pleading with the government if they can do something about it it will be very nice because it's too much i'm not going to lie to you why do you think it's too much ah paying such an amount is too much it's too high the interest rate is too high so at least the one that we have been paying before if they can do it for us like that is okay but increase it again is too much for us it's very bad in short i would say it's very bad because we all know what is going on in this country and we have been and then the momo as it's coming to existing it, it has been helping us a lot but once the government is going to introduce tax increment on that and then it's very bad I don't understand this, our horrible people. They are not honorable, they are horrible people. Because we don't know what they, are, they use our taxes for. We are not strangers in this country. We know what is going on. They are not helping at all. They are rather taxing, taxing, taxing. It's, it's a very outrageous decision by the current government. Looking at the situation we are in now, these are not the times that you have to impose such taxes. It seems he's trying to play with our minds by removing the toll boots and then shifting the uh, money to money from toll boot to um, the mobile money payment. It's not everyone that has a car that pays toll boots. So in doing that, it means everyone is going to bear the um, cost for the toll boot, which is not fair. Meanwhile, here is a report that also speaks to some experts about the potential effects of the tax. The decision to slap a 1.75% tax on electronic transactions has been met with fierce opposition from a number of Ghanaians. For many, this is a deviation from government's plan of digitizing the economy and an action that will only worsen the plight of Ghanaians. A video of Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia speaking against taxing mobile money has been pointed to as a testament of this deviation. The point is that you are not taxing mobile money and it is for me my view and that we should not tax mobile money because mobile money transactions a lot of the people who are using these transactions are very poor people. You know someone will get sent five CDs or mobile money. You, why would you want to tax that? But the government has since maintained that the move will increase revenue for several developmental projects. Key stakeholders who may play active roles in the implementation of this tax say the announcement came to them as a surprise. When we got this information, when that, uh, the minister went to parliament yesterday, it was surprising. There, there, was, there had not been any prior engagement. We were expecting that if for nothing at all, uh, government will have to consult us or do the needed extensive, um, you know, engagements before finally thinking of including it in in, in such uh, policy uh, for the year 2022. The opinion rationale for initiating this tax is born out of the increasing number of electronic transactions carried out by Guineans. 
Finance Minister Ken Oferiata, while making the announcement, indicated that the value of transactions in 2020 was estimated to be over 500 billion Ghana cities. Mobile money users, however, have bemoaned the additional cost this will bring on electronic transactions. If they can do something about it, it will be very nice because it's too much. I'm not going to lie to you. Communications Minister Esla Ousu Ikufo has however assured that the government will soon engage telecommunication companies for a possible review of the service charges on mobile money transactions. The service providers are collecting 2%, one from the sender, mm -hmm. one from the receiver. Yeah. And I think that we need to look at that as well. I'm built to have a conversation with them tomorrow mm -hmm. on this matter. When approved, the tax is expected to be applied to bank transactions, mobile money payments, and inward remittances. Some believe this will erode the gains made in the financial inclusion agenda. Definitely the rational being would all now start uh, you know, paying cash. So the thing that we have been trying to correct where you go to say that crab mall and you see people go to the ATM to cash money and then go and use that, you know, to pay for services at either game or shop, right? You know, then that is going to continue. Another example is that less, you know, the work that has been done uh, with all stakeholders and we are pushing back on the uh, volume of scratch cards that are actually sold and we're pushing for a lot more where you can use your bank, you know, up to be able to purchase your airtime or you can use your mobile money uh, to purchase airtime. If we're not careful and we decide that if you went to buy your airtime using this electronic means, uh, you then have to pay an extra 1.75%, then we'll now be reversing all of that and going back to where people then have to take cash and go and buy a scratch card and scratch it before loaded. Mobile money agent Zosophia, their jobs and investments are at risk. The customer needs us. We also need the customer. And so if the customer is not feeling so much comfortable transacting business using the mobile money platform, then it means they may try to resort to other means of um, getting their businesses uh, transacted. And it will be at the expense of the mobile money uh, agent. Government officials, however, insist the policy has been thoroughly analyzed to exclude the poor which will prevent the scenarios painted by persons opposing the tax. You think that it is easier to go back to the cumbersome nature of transacting in cash, forgetting about the convenience which we all have to pay for mm -hmm. to ensure that that service continues running. If you think it is easier to carry money in sacks yeah. and risk being attacked by robbers along the way and take transportation to carry that money to wherever we need to take it to and factor in all that cost won't you at the end of the day come to the conclusion that it is cheaper to still use the digital platform despite these assurances some tax analysts have made references to sub-saharan countries like uganda and congo where mobile money usage has reduced after similar tax decisions were implemented to oppose the policy. We saw in Uganda a similar thing was introduced, um, 1% of mobile money transactions, and over 70% of subscribers stopped using Momo, and they had used it to 0.5%, and still people stayed away from, from that. 
So apart from the fact that it's, it's um, a threat to our digitization agenda, the next issue is that the rate is very high. 1.75% is very high. So telcos are taking 1% and then government is going to take 1.7%. That is almost like 3%. I mean, I would prefer to use cash. The policy has been regarded by many as a substitute for the scrapping of tolls on roads and bridges. Revenue generated from it is expected to be used to support youth employment, cybersecurity, and digital and road infrastructure. But how much is government expecting to make of this tax? If you're looking at the merchants, mm -hmm. debit payments, sending transfers, transfers to vouchers, and the cash outs, we're looking at 440 million mm. from the merchants. If you're looking at GIPs and merchant payments and direct debit payments and organizations paying to customers and paying bills and sending monies, we're looking at 45 million. So in total, it is possible for government to get about 500 million from this mm -hmm. in a month. Mm. Yes. So that's for mobile money. No, that's for mobile money, and then, yeah, that's for mobile that's for money. So that was a, a report on the proposed e-levy filed by Hansen Ajuman. Lots of comments coming in. We'll deal with them shortly. Toll boots removal, good. E-levy proposal, not so good. A couple of suggestions about how to work around that. But your money is next brought to you by Carbank. Get clicking throughout the month of DG November. Download the car app, transact as much as you can, accumulate points and get rewarded with amazing prizes. Santa Claus came early. So whether you're making payments, splitting bills among your buddies or generating invoices, transferring funds or buying airtime, just do it on the Carbank app. What's more, shop attendants and agent attendants are not left out as we are rewarding our merchants and agents who perform the most transactions. Call us toll free on 0800-500-500 or chat with us online on our social media platforms and on WhatsApp. You can also visit us at carbank.net to know more. Carbank forward together. The best things in life are free. All right, Nathan. Yeah, uh, brother, you shared some wise words with us and I'll share it with the rest of the world mm. about um, income and, and sustenance and all. Now, I want people to think about a table, a table with one leg. Mm-hmm right mm -hmm. now your your life is that table mm. the leg is your income oh, yeah? now imagine if that leg breaks or that leg disappears that table comes crashing to the floor mm. so people should look at life that way what are we saying do not have one line of income to support your life when mm. that source gets cut off Ubershi, you really really be in a maze so Think of life as one table with four legs or three legs or mm -hmm. two legs or mm -hmm. multiple legs. So mm -hmm. find ways of generating multiple lines of income to support your life. Mm -hmm. That is how so to do it. So if you are a one income person, your yeah. life is like a one-legged one table. table. Once it, that income source snaps, is cut off, you fall. You fall. But if you have four legs, you will be one leg to, goes off. You have three to fall on. You can still stand. You know. So people, that's how people should start looking at th things. Find dif different ways of generating income so that mm. you, you don't have one leg to stand on. When that leg goes away, you are in a pickle. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Hello. Oh, Charlie, how be? Bro, I need some help. Oh. Right, did my money all finished. And month no end, so I make hot pass. I, 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 I see some small loan for a side day, I bet. Oh, bro, I make, uh, Charlie, I make hot, I make hot pass, you. My landlord today can't take your rent. Oh, Charlie. All right, you, huh, make a call another person. Hello, oh Charlie, I need some help. Oh, right, did my money all finished and month no end, so I make hot pass. So you see, I feel oh, the number you are trying to reach is not available. Please call back later. Hey, Adain, ah, Kelvin, yes, you make hot Charlie rough. So make today payday with Carbank Salary Advance. Get an advance of up to 80% of your net monthly salary before payday. Just visit the nearest Carbank branch, or you can call our toll free number on 0800 500 500 to find out how you can apply today. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The power of Red the This is City 34 and there's a lot of reaction to the budget <laughs> Tobut's <laughs> Tobut matter e levy bad that's what we're hearing on the yep, show this yep, morning yep, yep. all right let's messages this one mm. jesse from uh, sakumono mm. says mtn is mm. the largest mobile money service provider mm-hmm. 
and and but they don't have a charge if you first if you send your first hundred. Mm-hmm. So he says what government is doing is nothing new. Mm. Interesting. This one says Bernard, I support you hundred percent on the cessation of the toll collection. Yeah, I used the Kaswa Tuba Road over the weekend and OMG, ah. I loved it. Ah. Zaza from Bawi Zero Sender. I love that. I love that. This one says pertaining uh, or, or in relation to the removal of the toll booths, Kaswa toll traffic has even gotten worse. Mm. There are four lanes. On the toll, um, four lanes of the toll booth emerging into two lanes, which is the tuba bus stop. Trotskys are also stopping and picking passengers, coupled with speed ramps at the same spot. It's just a mess. Last week, Thursday and Friday, between the hours of 7.30 and 8.30 p.m., traffic started at Botiano all the way to the toll booth. Our roads are poorly designed, the person says. Mm. This one says, uh, the daily traffic on the motorway is so frustrating. Today's one is terrible. If there's something that can be done, they should help us. Naya Brepa, that aside, the motorway needs needs fixing. Deep potholes mm. over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, this one says, the road tolls are targeted and they have a purpose. The users of the road benefit. Surely they will come back. Says, do not be deceived. We pray they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> they should go and never come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, when you says no more toll booth, I'm clapping for you, Bernard. When you live at Jerusalem after the Afienya toll booth on the Apollonia Dodua Road, you will understand our joy. I agree with you 100%. The speed ramps on that stretch should be leveled because there are two major ones that slow down traffic. Thank you for your submission. I'm sure 99% of Ghanaians will resist any attempt to bring the toll, bo- toll booth back. I was in hold this weekend and the soldiers stationed at the Adomi Bridge were causing some small traffic. They should let the traffic flow. Colette mm. uh, in Kaswa says, There's still traffic on the Kaswa Road even though the tow booths are gone. This morning, the traffic is just after the booth. In the evenings, it's just after broadcasting, which is before the So they've just, ex- they've just uh, kicked the traffic down the can. <laughs> as it, or they've kicked the can down the road the traffic can has been kicked down the road mm. so it's moved to a different location okay alright mm. this one says I will give you I'll give the two CDs I used to pay at Afenia and our consumer to the boys who filled the numerous potholes on the way to my hometown in the Volta region mm-hmm. the toll boots should never come back go and never return alright this one says I'm uh, I'm an Uber and boat driver I use most of the tow boots in Accra I agree with you mm-hmm. the abolishment uh, the abolishment has east traffic my only problem is that when someone gives me a very bad CD note I wouldn't know where else to take it <laughs> give it to your meat or your <laughs> trot trot driver Mark Woods send that mm. okay so right, he, more was, he was giving his uh, yes. bad notes to the two <laughs> operators. Can you imagine that? Marley from East Legon says, We mm-hmm. need to stop talking as if the removal of the toll boots has taken away traffic on our road. There is no toll booth between Tema Motorway and Bombaria, but there's always traffic. All right, all right, okay. all right. All right. Ben, as for the toll booths, they should never come back. Never come back. I don't want any analysis by anybody. Traveling has become easy and stress free to Cape Coast. Theo in Tema. All right. That. All More messages. Right. Mm. Uh, Bernard, I'm happy the toll booth has been removed. However, this did not resolve the challenge on the motorway. The traffic mm. uh, on the motorway is now becoming okay, like a community. Okay, it says the motorway is coming like a community road. People mm. cross from all angles. Can't we expand the motorway into a six-lane highway? 
That's a good question. This one says, Ben, motorway is choked from Tema to Tetekwashi, not because of the toll booth. All sorts of Trotsky stations are popping up. On the motorway. Yep. This is coming in from Olu. Olu sent that. Olu All sent right. that. All right. This one says, Ben, I stopped the distortion of the message at hand. Despite the fact that we are in support of the toll booth removal, the minister has jumped the gun. That is the issue, okay? I don't well, know. I don't, I don't, I just don't want the toll booth to be there. Anyway, I'm not distorting the message. All right, Queen Accra says the toll booth must never be removed. The problem is the way the revenue is used. We must mm. find a proper way of handling the revenue without creating traffic. It must never be removed. Hey, so people actually want the toll booth back? Mm-hmm. Some people. Yep. A few people. Mm-hmm. Sure, of less than 10%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most people don't want it to yeah, come yeah. back. More, more messages. Mathias and La Paz says, I agree with you, Bernard. The inscription is very important. Pa, we waste travelers' time. Okay, we used to waste travelers' yeah, time here. They should put a billboard there and say, We used to waste travelers' time here. We've repented. All right, so we'll turn our attention to the e- e- levy. Now, there, there are a couple of things. Because I'll, I'll give you a fantastic on the tool, but I'll come to the e- levy because I've listened to different analysts over the weekend and I'm yet to hear anybody outside government say that it's a good idea. Right, I've, I've I've listened to Professor Bo Texan, um, listened to Theory Champon, um, listened to stakeholders in the digitization space, listened to Ken Ashigbe. Almost everybody outside of government who's spoken about the e levy thinks it's not a good idea. <laughs> right. So let me, for example, let's listen to Bo Texan. Right. He he was on the big issue this weekend. He's an associate professor of economics. At the university, and he even says that the government should focus on raising revenue from the informal sector through digitalization, and that this tax will not help government meet revenue targets. This is what he said. I feel that the raising taxes to fund our development is not a bad thing. Um, it just so happens that we are getting concerned that. An initiative that was supposed to widen the tax nets, from what the finance minister said, is going to even have much more burden for those of us who are already paying taxes. Okay. So I couldn't get where the widening of the tax net was coming in. Because if anything at all, it is those of us who are paying income taxes, those of us who are paying huge taxes from all sorts of economic activities, that are still going to be paying this levy. And so it is rather going to increase our burden. For me, what is important also is the fact that could we have done something else to raise some of this revenue rather than the e-levy? I don't think that the low-hanging fruit of having 600, almost 600 billion normal e-transactions should have necessarily enticed this government to go chasing it. Because last year we had COVID. A lot of normal transactions took place because there was a lockdown, people were doing online business. It doesn't necessarily mean that this year we are going to make almost 600 billion. And so we need to be careful. Two, economic agents respond to such policy initiatives to the advantage. If you care to know, yesterday I was paying an artisan for something I done for me, I said to me, no, boss, I don't want to know more anymore. <laughs> give me my cash. I had to drive to ATM to draw the money to give. So, a companies are going to respond in a way that the projected 6.9 billion market, we are not going to make that money. Mm-hmm. It happened in Kenya, 
is happening in countries because you see people will not want to incur a cost if they are not involved in a transaction that is maybe purchasing something i don't have a problem if i go to Gibraltar to buy something and i'm being asked to pay that levy it's a sales transaction okay. it gives me a lot of convenience because i don't have to go to the shop it's going to give that to me i don't have any problems with that but i have a problem with if i'm transferring money to another and it's not because Honorable has sold anything to me. That's not because he's my friend, he needs money, I'm transferring money to him. And then I have to pay for that. I would go to the ATM without money and give the money to him. So those of us who are really saying, no, let's take a look at this e transaction. I don't have any problems, even if we need to impose the levy on e transaction that has to do with sales transaction. Even though then again, then we say what happens to our objective of having a cash-like society. So even if the government wants to sacrifice that for revenue, the financial inclusion bit is key. I don't want anybody to tell me that, oh, it is you, the seller, who is going to pay. I'll give you an instance. If I have to sell you 200 cities, and I'm going to pay 1.75, I'll sell you less than the 200. So if you're a poor person, I'm helping you out, and I'm going to sell you 200, and I have to pay, I'll, I'll, take, I'll give out the 200 for them to take whatever taxes, and I'm no longer going to receive the 200. So once I may be paying, it reduces the amount of money that I'll be giving out to those I give money to, those who are considered to be poor and who might not be involved in those transactions. And so we need to take a look at how this is going to work out. And for me, I, I did a calculation of, for instance, part of that money is going to go into the road toll. To replace the road infrastructure. No, we are losing about 70, averagely 75 million. 75 million. When I did a calculation of the 6.9 billion, and taking, I mean, I, I don't know if the minister made a mistake, it's 0 0.25 that was going to a road infrastructure, was supposed to be out of 1.75, not 1 1.5. Mm -hmm. And that is 14%, not 16.7. So when you do that calculation, that is going to just give us a little under 1 billion. Which is more than the 70. Mm. Which is more than what you are collecting, which is fine. Yeah. But I ask myself, if there are 2.5 million cars in Ghana, and you go every year to Rua, Woodworthy, like they do in the UK, your MOT includes taxes that are being collected to maintain the infrastructure. If you have 2.5 million cars in Ghana, and each car is paying 400 cities a year, that would give us that money that we don't need to go and collect from Mongo. So could we have done that? Yes, I think that we could have done that. Instead of taxing electronic transactions, it's it's been the direct on. This is right. I mean, because if I own a car and I'm going for my road levy, road levy is just only 200 cities. And I go at this time, I'm paying that. I know that but, so but, far as I use any road. But, but that leaves out the, I mean, the, trying to for, bring in people who would ordinarily not pay taxes, the informal economy as it was. Which is, and a lot of people do Go and uh, transact business electronically now. What we need to recognize is that if we need to pursue those who do not pay taxes, there are innovative ways of getting that money. We shouldn't assume that they are, they are not even the majority of those who do many transactions. Okay. Those who do many transactions e business are the ones who are already paying huge income taxes. And so we shouldn't think that it's going to bring in a lot of people. Those people that we are looking at, the artisans and so on and so forth, do those things. That might not be up to even 3000 a month, for which there's no tax. And it's those of us 
who are working in the formal sector, paying huge income tax. Why do you take your, your pension? Look how much you pay. But it is that those of us who consume goods that we are paying the indirect taxes, all the levies. So it is time that we need to look out for those who do not pay income taxes. And there are so many ways we can do this. Look, we can tie even government services to the position of tax returns. So that was uh, the uh, Associate Professor of Economics, University of Ghana, Department of Economics, Professor Festus Ebotexen. And his view is that this is not the best way to go. Can I say, we have also spoken about this, and he feels that this may be a mistake in the sense that it may not necessarily bring the expected revenue. In fact, he says the levy will erode gains made in the digitalization agenda. So the Ghana Telecommunications Chamber says electronic transactions levy has the potential of undoing undoing the gains made in digitizing the economy. According to the chamber, this policy initiative is at variance with steps taken by members to improve financial inclusion. And um, according to Mr. Ashigbe, they fear that efforts to get e-cash to emerge victorious for the cash economy will go waste. CEO of the chamber tells City Business News that tax will increase the cost of engaging in electronic transactions. And he gives a good example. If I go buy watch and there's a QR code there, if it says the charge is one CD, then it means apart from the one CD, I'll be paying 1.75 as tax. Then my colleague will come and take cash from his pocket and pay only one CD. Definitely the rationale behind this would not work. Or the rationale behind, the rationale being would start paying cash. He lamented. Alright, so the question is, would you stop or reduce your cash usage because of the 1.75 that's a personal question to listeners this morning would you reduce your cash outlay because of the 1.75 now could you i'm asking this because a, a listener sent me a message and i thought it's a controversial message he's a regular listener of the show and he's basically claiming that um uh, let me read what he's saying ben i have a contractor working on my construction project and over the last 24 months, I've paid him about 200,000 via Momo. And he's paid no tax. Is this fair? They are just operating out of sight of the system. They must pay their fair share. This is from Godfrey. So he means he's paid no direct tax. But if you say blanket, he's paid no tax. That would be unfair. Right. Mm-hmm. He pays indirect taxes. Mm-hmm. But I agree with the person that we should be able to tax the informal sector and do it better. And once we put in place some other institutional arrangements, which we don't even think will lead to taxation, it will lead to taxation. For example, in this construction space, last week I was saying this, I don't know whether you were here, that if we made building um, permitting easier, if we streamlined it at the various assemblies, mm-hmm. that will give us basic information and leads to where we can get money. Because you are going to build a two-bedroom house mm-hmm. um, of this size. You know you are going to need, say, um, 5,000 to 10,000 blocks, right? Mm-hmm. The person will be buying blocks from some place. Mm-hmm. Um, you would need these number of masons to do the work and you pay them 
say, 100 CDs per day. Mm -hmm. You need carpenters, you pay them this per day. So the owner of the business, who is the client, can now withhold those taxes and pay to the state. Mm. Because now everybody has a uh, tax identification number. You are going to get your building permit. You need your national ID. You need all these things. Because mm -hmm. all the data is going to a centralized place. So we can sit down and look into the data and have a way of getting these things done. Mm -hmm. This thing can be possible if at the assembly level two, we get what I've always suggested that we have area development controllers who are controlling development in places. So we come and you are building and you don't have a permit and there are issues. You are hauled to court. Mm -hmm. It's not this current system where the boys will come and take money or somebody will do something. And these people are giving targets and rewards accordingly. Mm -hmm. You see, different, different, different institutional arrangements can help us achieve other things indirectly. So I, I think we need to pay attention mm. to it. Kujo, my challenge with the e-levy is that the little economics I know, the little economics, I don't know a lot of it, You, you a, a, a tax is either targeted at production or consumption, right? So, mm. for example, the VAT is a, a tax that is on a certain thing you do in an economic activity, all right? And there are different levels of tax, whether consumption or production. What they are tax proposing to do with the 1.75 seems to me to be a tax on a mode of payment. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? It's a tax on a mode of payment. So it's not a tax on consumption. It's not a tax on production. It's a tax on a mode of payment, which I think is too, will become counterproductive. Yeah. If, for example, you know why? Because, you see, I was discussing with a barber yesterday that if I chose to pay for his barbering service, through maybe Momo Pay, then there was a tax component. I would have understood that. Do you understand? Yeah. So he gives me a haircut and says it's, it's a service. Five CDs. And then I say star 170 has two pay bill or Momo Pay. That's a service I'm paying for. And then they'll say, then they'll add the tax because once it goes to Momo Pay, automatically it's known as uh, the barber is collecting money for my service. Mm -hmm. But if you send mom, money to your mom on her birthday, to say, mommy, happy birthday, mom. This is just 1,500 CDs for you to buy flowers for yourself. She hasn't bought the flowers yet. Yeah. And yet, they will take the 1.75. They are punishing you for not taking the trotro and giving her the money yourself. And when she goes to buy the flowers to and peace, yes. they will take another one from her. Which, which means that if you send 1,500, the amount that she will get will be lower than 1,500 you intended. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So what I want to do is to find out from the tax policy people how should we analyze this tax? What will be the intended and unintended consequences? Let's talk to Dr. Abdallah Ali Natia, who's a, a lawyer and a tax expert. He's been lecturing taxation for many, many years. He's written a couple of books on taxation. I don't know if he has a portion on Momo tax in his tax book. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, brother. I haven't read your whole book, but I didn't see a part of the book on Momo tax. Is there anything in your book on Momo tax? <laughs> at, at the time we were writing the book, there was no Momo tax. So definitely <laughs> we couldn't uh, anticipate it. Else that would be prophecy and Dr. Dampari may come after us, you know, <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> okay, so it's early days yet. All we know mm. is what the minister said in yes. the budget. Mm. Um, in terms of the paragraph he, he said, what what is your understanding of what they propose to do, just based on what has been said in the budget? 
I think you've answered for me early days yet. And for me, that has been our challenge with tax policy making in this country. Tax policy making is a process. It's not an event. So when you come out with such a policy, on the face of it, it is stated that there would be an e-levy of 1.75% on the value. That is the simple interpretation anybody would give. And you would see that there are so many responses, reactions, that tells you this is not a policy for me that has been thought through. It is not new in the sense that two years ago, it started popping up with the Ministry of Communication and the Digitization giving signals that we want to look at that sector. I thought that over this period, we should have been doing the stakeholder engagement, consultation, analysis, and then we can fine-tune it. By the time you are rolling it out, we are all ready to embrace it and move on. You know what happened when VAT was being introduced with Kumi Preko demonstration? It had to be withdrawn. Going through stakeholder consultations and discussion, it was relaunched, and it has been successful up to date. That is all what I think should be done. Let's not bring it in. Agitations, then it will be withdrawn, and then we come back. History should guide us. That's what they keep saying. There is nothing new under the sun. Can we take our time to determine who is to pay the tax? Which transactions should be covered? Which transactions are exempt? How are we going to collect it? How are we going to account for it? And after that, remember, in taxation, you need to go and audit to be sure all that was to be collected and remitted has been done. How do we go through all these? What are the records that should be kept in case of an audit? This is what tax policy process entails. Then we will all be certain. Indeed, if the intention is to tax e-commerce, I believe the Ghana Revenue Authority has developed a framework for taxation of e-commerce. Did we pick that to look at how to implement it or we wanted an easy way out? Because the discussion has been on so many fronts, e-commerce, transfers, momo. And the question is, even the use of the revenue to help infrastructure and you abolish toll booths, Question is, even last year, the policy direction was to increase the rate of tolls so we can get more to rebuild the infrastructure. So what changed? Which is what I complain about policy inconsistency in the economic front. If the reason for abolishing the tolls to bring e-levy has to do with congestion at the toll board, fumes, don't we even suffer more congestion and fumes even in traffic? Not even at toll booths, even in normal traffic. So even the toll booths can be relocated instead of being abolished because our towns and cities have grown to outstretch the toll booth, less relocated. In fact, it will not be the first time of relocating toll booths. They've been moved forward time in, 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 in memoria. So let's look at that. Increase it. And I believe the stakeholder discussions that were held, people were all for an increase in toll. 
because they could see road networks being developed. And if it is about congestion, we even have some lanes that are e-tickets. Then you don't go and stand there and buy. You go because you are holding it already. Can we then with digitalization go that way? So all the tobos will be digitized or portions will be digitized and people who are regular on that lane get pay, get to pay at a point. All right. Their system would be imputed like we have in Legon. Once you get there, the bar lifts and you are gone. So you've, so you, you, you've pointed out the issue of tax policy consistency and right. the fact that in the lead up to the budget, the views were that tolls should be increased. Let me read the, the, the two key paragraphs in the budget to see if it gives us a clue about whether okay. this work has been taught through. So 315 and 316. It says, mm -hmm. after considerable deliberation, emphasis mm -hmm. mine, government has decided to place a levy on all electronic transactions to widen the tax net and rope in the informal sector. This shall be known as the electronic transaction levy or e-levy. That's 315. Then 316. Electronic transactions covering mobile money payments, bank transfers, merchant payments, and inward remittances will be charged at an applicable rate of 1.75%, which shall be borne by the sender, except inward remittances, which shall be borne by the recipient. So a couple of points. They say there's been considerable deliberation. That's number one. They are saying this will be on all electronic transactions to widen the tax net and allegedly to bring in the informal sector. And then the amount is given. And then he's saying that all of this will be borne by the sender except the inward remittance. Isn't this clear enough? No, but you see, if you go to 316, you mentioned Momo bank transfers, isn't it? Yes, sir. And did you not hear them say bank transfers are excluded? Yes, that's what the, the minister so said on my was, show. Good. So if it was thought through, how did it appear in the budget that it will cover bank transfers? Because you asked the question whether it satisfied the thought-through process. So if it was thought through, would bank transfers appear in the budget again as being subject to the e-levy? That's a good that's question. question. Yes, that's the question. And then it is to be deducted by the sender. Now, Bernard, I'm here and I have to send you uh, 2,000 Ghana cities. I'm the sender. How do I withhold the tax and come and pay to you? Because it should be borne by the sender. Mm -hmm. Or it is the, is the network that is going to impose it on me. That's why I said early days here. What are the fine details? Because it is not for any reason. That if you even come to direct tax, an individual is not required to withhold tax unless it is for the purpose of a business. So if you're a sole proprietor, then you are doing business. Then in payment, you can withhold. But if you are not in business, you cannot withhold. So although there is withholding tax on rent, you and I cannot withhold tax when paying rent to our landlord because we are individuals. But mm. if we rent his shop to do business, we can withhold. Mm. So if you bring this to the application of withholding or imposing the tax, you will have the leakage where people would apply the tax ticket and will not remit, which we are currently suffering under VAT. People are collecting value at the tax. They are not remitting. How do we deal with that?
which is why I have indicated that, look, if it is about roping in the informal sector, in the budget, we've also mentioned we are bringing in the rollout of the modified taxation system. And what is that? It is targeted at the informal sector. And it has been in our law since 2015, when the Income Tax Act 2015 at 896 was passed. If you go to the second schedule, there is a provision for modified taxation for the informal sector. You can look at paragraph 301 of the budget. So you are bringing a simplified method for the informal sector to also contribute their quota. It could be 1% of their turnover, and that should cover their VAT, their everything. Then gradually, we'll be able to grow them into the formal taxation system. So if you have come out in paragraph 301 to roll out to capture the informal sector, why are you saying e-levy is to capture the informal sector? I agree you may be targeting those in e-commerce using mobile money, but that is what the painstaking development of tax policy is. Identify those doing business, and then you can leverage on that. Well, okay. If it, yeah. On this tax, would it have been easier if, you know, we already pay a 1% charge on transactions that the telcos collect? Correct. Would it have made Correct. more sense for government to probably say, Let's add a, a, a 0.2% to the one and then and share it. that one to me. Uh-huh. So that they know that the entity collecting is the telco who telco. is charging that percentage. And Excellent. then the telco then uh, Remix. remits Guess to... So, so, and CST already. So that may have what, may have easier. Which, yes, which is what I was coming to. That if you look at the paragraph that is talking about the e-levy and what it will be used for, you will see in it cyber security and then employment. What was the purpose of CST? The CST, Communication Service Tax. Same. Remember it was stock tax and you saw the advert. When the man said he won't pay, the son said if you pay, it will be used to create jobs. I've left the university. I'm sitting home two years now. I'll get a job. You remember? Yes, sir. So, so it is not as if we don't have a tax that is bringing money for youth employment. So are we not to go there and say, what is the range of services CST is on? If it doesn't include Momo, can we now look at a 0.5% to your service charge? So instead of 1% is now 1.05%. The 1% is your charge, which is income. I'll come to you and take the income tax. The 0.5% is mine for the transaction. Bring it to me. Just as you are doing for VAT. But then you realize that you overburden that sector because they are paying CST, they are paying VAT, get fund, national health insurance levy, COVID one levy. So you see the build up. Mm-hmm. That the, is where our challenge is. The other challenge I had was I was talking to a Baba this weekend, mm. and his concern was that there's a difference between when I pay him the haircut with Momo Pay, which is what they yeah. call pay bill or Momo Pay, versus yeah. if I sent him that same fifty CDs or 30 cities as a gift now do you know do you is our is our telecom system sophisticated enough to separate the two because from what i'm seeing they are they are charging they are intending to charge a tax on what they call a transaction but there's Mm -hmm. between a transfer of money to somebody and a transaction for a service so if i get a haircut and i pay 50 cities that's a transaction but if i give that same guy 50 cities 
through star 170 has transfer money yeah. that should be yeah. different from the the pay bill right i think the telcos have that system because if i watch some kind of uh, numbers you remember people may have two mobile numbers and one you see that is stated that is business yeah for business you, you realize that yes so it means the telcos can track those who have momo numbers for business which is distinct from the personal transfers like you are saying so if it will require a person being registered for business number for momo fair enough that is why i'm saying that we need to think through all these and be able for me my worry is the tracing and tracking of the revenue else it goes into the drain which is why I keep complaining that if we don't plug the loopholes and we keep in increasing taxes or introducing taxes, they go down the drain because the hole becomes wider. Because the easy way, let me ask this question. If we are saying 2.8 million people are bearing the tax responsibility of over 30.8, when indeed statistics shows about 14 million are supposed to be paying tax, doesn't it presuppose that if we are to double the two million who are bearing the burden to about four, five, even up to ten, then our problem is solved. Why don't we want to go through that route to ensure tax compliance and we are looking for shortcuts? I'll put it shortcuts, easy way out. Because the very people who are in the two million will be burdened the more if we think that the Momo is going to widen the tax net. We need to appraise ourselves of the in unintended consequences of withdrawals, unintended consequences of going back to the old ways of our go to the bank because you are not telling me bank transfers are not included. I'll go back to old ways, transfer through the bank. I will endure the queue and the traffic if it will save me that amount because remember, it depends on volumes. The higher the amount, the higher you are going to be mm. paying. So with the small ones, I will do it and mm. pay. It's not significant. Fine, another, another, another quick point. Is there a way we can analyze the effect of this proposed tax on people's option of using mobile payment before we actually do it? Because in the countries that we've read about, like uh, Uganda and co, at least it was when they implemented it. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, but this is human behavior, right? So yes. is there a way that you can know until you implement it? There is, because uh, I, I, I would, I'll give my personal example. Immediately you put charges on me, I don't take ATM card again, so I don't even use ATM, so you don't get me, mm. right? So the financial institutions will be able to give us their data on the patronage of their services, how people are patronizing their services, they can tell us. And remember, because of digitization, automation, and the vice president's uh, direction and leadership to get this interoperability. Do you know you can sit in the comfort of your office, log onto your bank account on your phone, and effect transfers? Yes. Effect Momo? Yes. What is going to happen to all these gains when people start withdrawing and retracting from the use of the platforms that are making these financial interoperability? very efficient and effective. I've always argued taxation is not only about revenue generation, but also for the structuring of the economy. Because when businesses boom, 
through this operability, then all things being equal, profit should increase, more taxes should be received, VAT should be charged on transactions, we should be collecting more by way of VAT. So my point is that we need to be effective and efficient in revenue administration to ensure that all those who are to pay are paying, all those who are to file are filing. Unless we get all the 14 million or at least 10 million to comply and we are still not getting enough, then we can say we don't have enough tax. Mm. But we have more than enough. It's all right. just going down the drain. Final point. I know you were with the MPs over the weekend and you've deliberated with them on some of this. So I just want to get your view. Based on all that we've said, should government redraw this for further consultation or should they provide us better and further particulars because some of the information they've put out is not clear? I think that they should put a hold on it by withdrawing it. Then we get the further and better particulars, fine-tune it. In any case, by the time you'll be fine-tuning and all that, you are saying it should start rolling January 1st. So if you are going to use first and second quarter still deliberating because it's on suspension, when would you finalize and how would you get that projected revenue for 2022? And remember that is what then makes the target difficult for the GRA to meet. And so I think we need to redraw it, do the extensive discussions, unintended consequences, fashion out the exemptions, the area of application, how the returns will be filed, how to mobilize it, and then I believe that we can come out and then roll it out. Because we don't want a situation like the luxury levy where it comes in and goes out. Like the VAT flat rate, we complained that, look, it was there, it was withdrawn. We needed to know why it was withdrawn. We brought it back and made it worth extending it to wholesalers and distributors. Look at the replications. Now we've come back to say retailers and now we've set a threshold 500,000. That is the way to go. But why did we not do that earlier? Mm. Thank you, Doc. We'll leave you here. Uh, Dr. Abdallah Ali Nacha is a senior lecturer, School of Law, University of Ghana, and also director of Ali Nacha and Associates, Accra. We're thinking through the uh, E, uh, what's it called, E-Levy. We'll be back. We'll speak to Kanashigbe as well from the Chamber of Telcos on his views on this. This is the City Breakfast Show. Stay with us. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Welcome back to the City Breakfast Show. It's 920. I have on the line the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Chamber of telecommunications is a person of engineer Kenneth Edemashigbe. What are his thoughts on the proposed e-levy? How extensively were the telcos consulted? And what is their analysis of the potential effects if what has been stated in the budget is to be gone by literally? Doc, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you very much, Bernard. So, I, the, the, the text of what I read in the budget suggested there were extensive deliberation. That's the, the, the word they used. Was the chamber consulted in this process? Well, so it's good that there was deliberations, but not consultation or engagement. Because, you know, in the past, uh, we've had uh, several you know, discussions on uh, this industry and so far as taxation is concerned with the Ministry of 
finance and the tax dialogues, the engagements, and other fora we have had engagement. But for the specific one, uh, we're not part of that uh, deliberations that were had. But uh, I would have to say that on Friday, there was a meeting between the GSM uh, and then the Ministry of Finance, the Ministry of Communications, the NCA, and uh, and uh, the GRE. But you also know that when it comes to the issues of mobile money, uh, especially, specifically, mobile money is not run by the GSM companies. It's run by their subsidiaries. And so of the MNOs, it's uh, MTN, Vodafone, and then Etelco. They have companies around it. But you also have other companies. So like ZPay, for example, uh, ZPay does not have a mobile network. Uh, G-Money is owned by um, Ghana Commercial Bank. So when it comes to the issues of uh, the electronic money issuers, you know, they are quite separate from the telcos, though the telcos, some of the telcos own uh, these uh, e-money issuers. Fantastic. I, now, the text of the... The announcement is what I, I'm interested in. If you could just pardon okay. me to, to read it, because I'm trying to understand the import and whether you guys g- get it. But this is paragraph 315 and 316. So for the avoidance of that, let me just read it, and then I'll, I'll get your okay. comments. So paragraph 315 says, um, after considerable deliberation, government has decided to place a levy on all electronic transactions to widen the tax net and rope in the informal sector. This shall be known as an electronic transaction levy or e-levy. 316. Electronics transfers covering mobile money payments, bank transfers, merchant payments, and inward remittances will be charged at an applicable rate of 1.75%, which shall be borne by the sender except inward remittances, which will be borne by the recipient. Is, do you have more information than what I've just read? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, when we met with uh, on Friday, the government... Uh, uh, the Ministry of Finance explained a bit more into detail. And so when you do transfers between uh, mobile money transfers, from mobile money to mobile money, you would be charged. When you do, uh, um, when you do a transfer between uh, your mobile money and your own bank account, you will not be charged. But if you do it to another bank account, you would be charged. If you go to a point of sale to go and make payment, and then you use the QR code or a point-of-sale device using your mobile money number uh, or uh, your mobile money wallet, or you use a debit card or a credit card, you also would be charged. Um, then also, the, uh, if you did, um, the, at the meeting, they also explained that if you made payments on the Ghana.gov platform, it would also attract uh, a, a charge. And then for every merchant payment as well, uh, there would be a charge on it uh, when you do merchant payment. And so uh, these are the clarifications. And mm. I'm sure there are a few exemptions that are also going to be mm. coming up. Is there a text version of the clarifications they give you that the public can read? Uh, so they, um, they, there's a document that has been shared 
uh, with us. I am not too sure whether at this stage it's for uh, the public as well, but it was to explain like what what I have. But I know that when we're finishing the meeting, the Minister of Communication had talked about going out and explaining, uh, you know, this the in terms of the the allowable and not allowable. So I'm pretty sure it's mm. a document that uh, once we get clearance, we should be able okay. to share with you. The explanation you gave, I was at my barber's this weekend, and he asked me a question that I couldn't answer. Yeah. He said, if I paid him 30 CDs for the haircut he gave me, since it's yeah. a registered business, I would have to yeah. use Momo Pay or Pay yeah. Bill, one of the two, okay. Momo Pay. Yeah. So that one is a transaction, uh, um, it's a service is offered me and I'm paying for a service. Yeah. But if I sent him that 30 CDs as a gift, using the same yeah. star 170 hash yeah. and transfer money, that's just a transaction. That's not... A, a, that's a transfer a transfer fantastic do we know from the explanation they give you whether both of those 30 cities will attack the 1.75 yes so both as as we speak now both of them would be because you see there's a talk about transfers between mobile money uh, that would attract and then there's also the talk about the merchant payments that would also attract and these are some of the places where we uh, okay another thing i also did not add was the fact that there's an exemption that has been capped per person at a hundred Ghana CDs. And so the merchant payments, asking merchants to pay, merchant payments in Ghana is still at a nascent uh, stage. And it's one of the things that we are appealing to government that we need to consider at this stage. I remember when you're speaking to Dr. Alina, some of those conversations were coming up. You see, you want to expand your tax net. So what you mean by wanting to expand your tax net is that you want people who are not paying taxes to pay taxes now, not those who are already paying. So it is also very important as a country that we should stop talking about informal economy. Our real economy in Ghana is what we are currently calling informal. It is, that is the economy. And how do we get them to also contribute? And one of the very good ways is the merchant payment that, you know, the government's digitalization policy is pushing. And we are hoping that in December, we're going to start a massive, you know, push on this universal care code. But so, uh, Bella, let's just use the example of your barber that you, you, you spoke about. So if you went into your barber's place and he had a universal care code pasted there and you finish your haircut and it's 30 CDs and you had to pay, and if you you scan that and you are going to pay, you are charged one point seven five on top of the thirty uh, the, the thirty CDs you paid. And if you took money from your pocket and you paid for it, you would not you would not be charged one point seven five. Which what would a rational human being do? We will now be promoting a lot of cash. So that's one of the things that we're telling government that when it comes to merchant payment, at this stage, we should be leaving merchant payment out of it. Rather, encourage people to do merchant payment. What it will do for you is that it gives you more visibility over the businesses that this uh, barber is, uh, for example, doing. So at the end of the year, if he has to file his tax returns, you already you know how much revenue is made. He adds his, you uh, uh, know, deducts his cost from it. There's profit that has been made. You tax uh, corporate income tax at on this uh, person that in the past we used to call informal sector. Because he's using a merchant payment system, you are now able to tax that at a at a rate higher than 1.75. And then at that point, you are not taxing Bernard who already has paid PAYE on his income that he's using to go and pay him. But you are, you are taxing his profit that he's made at a higher level. 
So that's also another thing that we are uh, we are advocating that working together with government. Let's let's leave net and payments out. Another one is also the issues of utilities. You know, with the utilities, uh, people have made a point about water and electricity. But you all know right now that telecommunication service, the ITU looks at it even as a human right and also as a utility. So which we are also advocating that when it comes to paying, uh, buying my scratch, uh, my uh, top up, if I choose to buy it electronically, I should not suffer another 1.75. When somebody can also buy a scratch card, you know, I would not suffer that. So let's look at all the issues of the utilities as well. Mm. That's also another So, so Ken, I, I understand the two angles you've brought. The fact that because merchant payments have not been well developed, they should be out. And also the utility payments, which are a convenience. But I want you to look at the transfers. The transfers. Yes. Because... The transfers are not technically productivity. Do you understand? No. I'm sending money to my mom, yes. and you are taxing. You are, so you are taxing a mode of payment. You are tax yes, yes, yes. and you are taxing. So you are taxing con convenience. Now, yes. wouldn't it have been better to say, telcos already have a charge for transactions, which is one percent. Yeah. If government had even said, oh, let me add a zero point two to that one percent, and then you telco. Yeah. Keep your one percent and then yeah. collect the zero point two for me. Yeah, people are already used to that, but yeah. to now add at one point seven five to the one just for a transaction, even though the transaction side is the most developed part of that equation, the disincentive is going to be very serious, isn't it? Yes, very, very much so. It's, so it's one of the things that we are asking government, that one of the things that we, we would have proposed if we were in that room would have been to say exactly what you're saying. So let's put the, well, we could even say that we'll put the tax on the fees that are charged, so an extra like the way you said, and so that we become a mode of collection for it. And so that's a better way of doing it. And then another way to look at it is also the fact that, you know, government is pushing the financial inclusion, is pushing digitalization, is pushing cash light. So, and if you look at most of the revenues that are, about 50% of the revenues are generated from uh, mobile money uh, revenues are coming from cash out. And you also want to disincentivize people cashing out. So another area you could also look at is putting the, the tax, if any at all, on these transactions, on the point where people are cashing out. Because once you put an incentive for people, you want to make sure that people keep their money on the e-wallet and the money rather moves in that system so that you don't put burden on government and printing a lot of cash. You don't also incentivize people cashing and the risk that come with it and all of that. So, and also the fact that currently as you speak, data available shows you that there's a lot more money at the cash out level. So you put the tax there. What you do is that you then signal what the preferred, uh, the preferred habits you want and then what would also support all this uh, digitalization and cash light agenda that you're pushing. But Bernard, another thing that we should also look at is the fact in the explanation we've got, we've got to understand that transfer, bank transfers are currently exempt. What then you are doing is that then this particular e-levy, which is supposed to be an electronic transaction levy, is now becoming almost a mobile money uh, levy, which is discriminatory and it's not right. Because you see, in the past, you remember that there was a VAT on uh, bank transfers, and we took it off, rightly so. But now when you bring it and you are going to allow, and you know a lot of the micro and the small companies, they do a lot of their transfers, you know, on mobile money.
And they send, they are the ones who send quite a lot of this money. And if you are going to say, when I transfer money to my business partner, maybe I'm, uh, you know, I'm buying some rights, you know, and then I have to send the money because it's safer and I'm sending, say, 5,000 to the person and I have to pay 1.75 on that 5,000. It becomes a disincentive. Most of those people will stop, will stop using that. So now they even have an option. They can either use cash or they'll go to the bank and send it. So then it becomes discriminatory for this particular, uh, uh, channel. And another thing is that you should bear in mind, it's not only, uh, you know, you have uh, fintech apps that are currently aiding some of this transfer. Are you going to say because I use the fintech app and I did a transfer, you are going to charge that, but you are not going to also charge what happens on the banks. So that discriminatory bit of it, it's something that we hope that government would also look at. It, it's very critical. And government was also very good intentioned when they talked about wanting to give a limit of 100 Ghana cities per person. But then there's the catch. It is almost impossible to be able to deliver that, you know, technically within uh, uh, the one month in January when they want this to be to start because bear in mind you can send money if you send your mobile money on the same network you are on so let's say you're on ZP and you send 30 CDs on ZP that is one if you now send from ZP to say an MTN or HLT uh, maybe 20 CDs that's, that should add up to a 50 if you went to a point of sale and then you also uh, uh, use your debit card and you did let's say a, 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 a 60 you know that would already take you above the 100 and then you now what you're asking is that and some of these could also almost be happening simultaneously. Now you need to be able to compute all of this and know what was the first hundred so you exempt that. That is going to be very, very difficult. The only way we'll be able to do this is after we've done the same registration and everything is linked up, then maybe in the medium to the long term, we really can look at that. At this stage, we would suggest that now you should be limiting this on a wallet basis. And also, you should even increase the quantum a bit more so that, you know, micro and small scale companies who use this as their bank transfers, most of these traders who will go and buy things and then they will send the money to the people. If you, if you don't put a cap on it. All right. Another thing, yes. Ken, this is a, a very important discussion. And I thank you for opening up with these thoughts. We definitely will come back to you. Uh, I will lay my hands on the document and hopefully we can educate the public better. But thank you for your insights. Thank you very much, Bernard. Engineer is the Chief Executive of the Chamber of Telcos. We'll be back with a quick interview on something very, very important as well with the uh, officials we have from the Forestry Commission. They're talking about the Ghana Share Landscape Emission Reduction Project, which is a component of the Ghana Red Plus strategy to promote sustainable approaches to land use, forest conservation, and community-based resource management. We'll come to that shortly. We'll take a short break. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The fitter you are, the fresher you feel. Stay hydrated with the refreshing goodness of Vortic Natural Mineral Water. Sourced from the heart of Ghana for true and safe refreshment. Baltic, naturally, a product of the Coca-Cola Company. This advert is FDA approved. From the 26th to the 30th of November, it's, it's Black, Black Friday, Friday Big Sale at Hisense. Everything you ever wanted from Hisense is on sale. When you hear Hisense, it's quality, affordability, style, 
and the widest range of electronic appliances for your comfort. What are you looking for? Is it a television, refrigerator, chest freezer, air conditioner, gas cooker, washing machine, smartphone, sound system, water dispenser, microwave oven, blender, rice cooker, kettle? It's high sense. Black Friday, big sale. Get yourself ready and confidently walk into any high sense showroom, 26th to the 30th of November, four days only. And grab whatever you need at reduced prices. After all, that's what Black Friday stands for. Remember, Hisense is the only electronic company that gives you five years manufacturer defect warranty. If you have to buy anything Hisense, buy it from a showroom. Be mindful of the frosters. Hisense, everyday prices for everyday people. Charlie, this festive season, eh? Because I did choose sports action. And they choose local drama where you get plot twists. And they choose world-class music. And they choose romantic shows where they be for kiddies. And they choose cartoon shows where laugh quality. Make you choose over 80 channels full of joyful entertainment. Choose DSTV for 169 Ghana City Spare, AB Standard, the HD Decoder, Diskit, and one-month DSTV access package all day long. DSTV, it's your moment. Shine on and discover the flavors of fan from Tampico. Available in citrus sponge, multifruta, as well as mango. Tampico refreshes and contains vitamin C. Available nationwide. Produced by Acadia Industries Limited. For bulk purchase and distribution, contact 0540-124-893. Tampico. Irresistible. Tampico. Proudly made in Ghana. This advert is FDA approved. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. <laughs> And it's 9.38. It's time to be a G with G Money, the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in the Win Like a G promo and win monthly rewards or brand new saloon car as the grand reward. To sign up, visit any G Money agent or GCB bank branch nationwide. Perform transactions to build points and win amazing prizes such as fridges, air conditioners and many more or a brand new car. G Money agents are part of this amazing promo. Sign up customers perform more transactions and win too. G Money is powered by GCB Bank, Ghana's largest and safest bank. Papanaba, be a G. Chatum. Meanwhile, Ghana's favorite and leading furniture and decor company, Oka Deco, has become posing. It's now the biggest superstore in Ghana, stocking 100,000 products with over 100 rooms to better display products to inspire your imagination. The Splintex store has expanded to a whopping 25,000 square meters, housing thousands of new furniture, decor and toy options. It has amazing features for the best shopping experience. 18th of November is the day they welcome you home. If you are ready, see you there. Think home, think Orca. Okay, so the Ghana Share Landscape Emission Reduction Project, which is a component of the Ghana Red Plus strategy, seeks to promote sustainable approaches to land use, forest conservation, and enhance community-based resource management to stem the ongoing forest degradation and deforestation from illegal logging, charcoal production, agric expansion, and legal mining. And all these things threaten our forest and share production. Now, some of the outputs of the program or the project include having um, off-reserve degraded savannah forests restored. Our degraded parklands will also be restored through PPPs. And there will also be restoration of forest cover and there will be an integrated monitoring system implemented and a red 
plus system strengthened. To give us more insights into this and to tell us why this is important, I have the Director of Climate Change Directorate at the Forestry Commission under the National Red Plus Project, Rosalind Fusia. Jay Rosalind, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bernard. Thank how, you. How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. So you are with the Red Plus under the Forestry Commission? Yes. What is so that? the Forestry Commission has a climate change directorate. Okay. And then under that, we have a program we are running. Mm -hmm. And our office hosts the National Secretariat. So before I even get into all the details, um, mm -hmm. greetings to your listeners as all well. Right. And thank you for this time to mm -hmm. share mm -hmm. some knowledge on what we are doing in the share landscape of Ghana. So when we say Red Plus, what do we mean? So, uh, Bernard, I'm sure with COP26 um, lingering still on our minds, um, right. people are quite fresh on the issues of climate change. Uh -huh. And for the forestry sector, one of the key mechanisms to address climate change is mm -hmm. a mechanism we call reducing emissions right. from deforestation and forest degradation. So that is the oh. RED, R-E-D-D. And then we have the plus um, for three different things. Okay. You can also get into sustainable forest management, mm -hmm. enhancement of forest carbon stocks, which is basically planting up degraded areas, and then biological diversity conservation. So that is RED plus. It's an acronym. I get it. And that's what it stands for. And it's actually in the Paris Agreement. Is it? Yes, it's Article 5. So who is this project for? Who are the beneficiaries and the actors involved? Okay, so Ben, some time ago I was here and um, we were talking about the same red plast for mm -hmm. the southern part of Ghana. All right. um, and it was about cocoa and forest. Now, according to our strategy, we have another program mm -hmm. or project, which is now the Share Landscape Emission Reductions um, Project, which is also part of our red plast strategy. Now we are targeting the northern savannah landscape. Okay. So how the Forestry Commission envisages addressing deforestation and forest degradation mm -hmm. is to use a sub-national ecological zone approach. Okay. So we are now dealing with cocoa, down south, we have moved up north to look at how we can address issues of illegal harvesting of share, um, wildfires, and also how we can enhance the productivity of the processing um, chain or the, the share value chain. Exactly. So that's what the project is about. Mm -hmm. We are receiving funding from the Green Climate Fund, okay. the largest climate financiers globally. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is a project that has received the highest in Ghana. And um, mm. it's quite phenomenal. We How long is the project running for? For seven years. Seven years. When did yes. it start? Um, so after the launch, it starts. So mm -hmm. it's this year till 2028. Wow. Yes. And the Green Climate Fund is funding this project. Yes. And it's all over the country or in our forest and savanna zones? So just in the five northern regions five of Ghana. This is the main savanna zone. Exactly. I see. Exactly. And that's also the share growing areas. Exactly. I see. How do these things fit into the COP26 commitments? What did we agree in Glasgow and how does this fit in there? So Glasgow was uh, really interesting for Forest. For the first time, we had a huge financial um, statement or commitment to support Forest and Nature. About mm -hmm. 14 billion pounds mm -hmm. was promised. And this came off after we had over 130 global leaders declaring that they are going to halt and reverse deforestation by 2030. Of course, the actions have to be um, sort of enshrined in the nationally determined contributions that each country is submitting in support of the Paris Agreement. And for Ghana, we had to update ours and launch it at COP26. And the update includes this very share landscape emission reductions project. So it is fitting into the national scope and then also the global scope. So when are we launching this event? And is it a public event or just for a few people? It's actually public. We are launching it on the 26th of November. That's just this Friday. 
um, at um, the Tamale Jubilee Park, also known okay. as the Police Park, exactly. Okay. His Excellency, the Vice President of Ghana, Alhaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, will be doing the launch. Mm-hmm. And we'll also have His Royal Highness Na. Abdullahi Natuma, the Karagana, to okay. be the chairperson for the day. Mm. And it's public. It's open to everybody in the landscape who wants to be a part. And it's on a park. So, of course, we're not going to be crowded in a room because mm. of um, mm. the COVID-19 protocols at all. What are you hoping to see after eight years of this project when it's done? What, what is your hope or assurance? That's the big question. Mm. After eight years, this project is quite ambitious mm-hmm. and it attempts to plant shear trees okay. which occur in the wild, haven't been planted at such a scale before. We want to mm-hmm. plant about 1.75 million shear trees. 1.75 million. Exactly. Trees. Whilst wow. we are preserving what is already standing. Okay. And after eight years, mm-hmm. we would want to see these shear trees planted and thriving mm. with a, a minimum survival rate of about 60%. It's not as simple to plant share, mm-hmm. um, like um, doing the normal planting down south. And we are not just planting share. We're also planting other indigenous tree species, both on and off reserve. So we'd want to see the forest cover restored and see significant reductions in emissions of about 6.1 million tons wow. of carbon dioxide equivalent. And also see a lot of small and medium-scale enterprises set up self-financing to support women and to support the livelihoods of the people in the community who depend on share. Mm. It's part of their landscape. It's mm-hmm. really an integral part of their cultural setup. So are there any other partners? I, I was at a recent event where some people called the Global Share Alliance were talking about this. Who are your partners for this? Or is this just a Forestry Commission project? No, not just the Forestry Commission. So, yes, the Global Share Alliance is our private sector partner on this. Mm-hmm. They are equally providing co-financing to support the Green Climate Fund grant mm-hmm. support and um, of about um, 9 million US dollars. What we are receiving from the Green Climate Fund is about 30.1 million. Global Share Alliance has leveraged the support of different private sector actors to give us another 9 million US dollars. They are actually going to handle the whole component on the share parkland restoration that you mentioned. So these are farmlands that we want to incorporate more share trees and then other mm. indigenous species while there's also intercropping mm. of um, food crops, yes. Sounds and very also the mm-hmm. Sorry about that, mm-hmm. um, Bennett. Also the United Nations Development Program mm-hmm. is um, a key partner. They are the accredited entity for the mm-hmm. Green Climate Fund, so they are mm-hmm. intermediary to deliver on this particular project. I see. So the Red Plus engagement for share landscape emission reduction is being launched on Friday. It's an eight-year project being spearheaded by the Forestry Commission with support from Global Share Alliance, UNDP, and other agents. And Dr. Bamiya will be launching this Friday at the Jubilee Park in Tamale. Thank you, Rosalind Fosuai J. She's the Director of Climate Change, Red Plus Focal Point. So you're in, you're in Glasgow. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, yes, no, no, that was just, no, but I you are the climate Glasgow. change person, so you have to be in Glasgow. Yes, I was you there. And it there. was fantastic. We had a great time. It was a good program. Yes, yeah. I think we should organize some <laughs> sessions so that we give updates on what happened. You should do a debrief for the media <laughs> so we know what happened there. Yes. Uh, because I couldn't go. <laughs> Next time we'll go with you. Hey, I beg. <laughs> I don't want my name on the list. <laughs> so that was uh, Thank you, Bernard. Mrs. Fosuai J from the Red Plus. That was the Fresh Commission. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's pit. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
Office, seven minutes to ten. Before we read your comments, a few quick points. The biggest mall in West Africa, West Hills Mall, brings you the ultimate Black Friday sale. The West Hills Mall Black Friday sale is going to be the biggest sales ever. Starts Monday, 22nd November to Tuesday, 30th. Buy everything you need from clothing, electronics, health and beauty products and household items at the discounts ranging from 10% to 50%. Avoid the Christmas shopping rush and shop for the family at West Hills this Black Friday. We are on the Wager Kaswa Road, West, Mill, West Hills Mall, a happy place. Young, gifted, and black. And if you've spent countless hours praying for showers of blessing, your miracle just came. Thanks, and Air Tigo is making it shower huge cash prizes, data, and call minutes in the Airtel Tigo Tugumisu promo. From now to December, people from all over Ghana will be winning awesome prizes every hour, every day, every week, and every month. It's a grand cash prize of 100,000 CDs. Dial star 500 hash, recharge 5 CDs or more, and build up points from recharging, bundle purchases, and usage Mystery. daily airtime usage and atm transaction curious knife stabbed us now we bleed and bruise confusing ones with need now star 500 hash to enter the etl tigo tukumisu promo or don't forget you will only be contacted on 0260 100 every other number is has come etl tigo life is simple and if you are feeling uh or experiencing weakness headaches difficulty in concentration you could be suffering from iron deficiency anemia and to rectify that or to build up your uh, body in terms of iron just eat a lot of the iron rich foods around contumary abedru liver many others and then iron fortified milk remember to also take vitamin c to help you boost your immune system you can simply prevent iron deficiency anemia one meal at a time hashtag live strong with iron and do you know that over 80% of domestic fires are caused by the use of cheap and substandard electrical cables? Well, now you do. That's why you need to buy cables from Nexus Cable Metal. They are the only cable metal approved by the Ghana Standards Authority and the Energy Commission. Give them a call 0544-349-855 or visit nexus.com.gh. Nexus, we electrify the future. Now, if you are new to Surfline, get ready because you are going to get hours and hours and hours to enjoy all the things you want if it's 20 hours to enjoy um, hd quality programs on netflix or 1400 hours for free to enjoy some more music now buy your selfline device from selfline shops and retail outlets today and even get to enjoy 20 hours free to host all your video conferences or zoom or whatever app it is you are using nothing works better than selfline selfline better together and express pay is creating priceless experiences through instant payments across multiple channels just download the express pay app on the play store or app store join the express pay family now and enjoy your life Milky Way doesn't and on the 26th of november at 8 p.m at the kempinski hotel gold coast city in accra the matriarchs verse will be on remember that when the person who's called covid came aligned the portions and sections to the metaphorical rhythm of the matriarchs verse tickets 150 cities standard 200 cities vip dial star 447 star 2173 hash for ticket purchases or call 0548079766 the matriarchs verse by pure call is a fablings production and it's a new flavor another energetic experience a pleasant taste energize your day with a kind of good energy drink and know the difference now we bleed and good energy drink makes you feel great and it's best for that special occasion grab yours from a girl shop patrona total smell come supermarket palace mall and a pub near you make every first i get the best impression to just suppose that juxtapose all right and there are some messages here this one is talking about the nia card but now check this out it says i'm a citizen of ghana 
and I'm at the GRA office near Accra Academy. There's nothing going on and there's a long queue wasting productive hours just to get a Ghana card. I wish you could send your team to take pictures and interview some of the people. We have become slaves in our old country and we are wasting productive hours. And he has that some people got there as early as 4 a.m. Seriously? 4 a.m. to get a Ghana card. Mm. <laughs> this one says, as a person, I'll go and withdraw money from my bank and pay in cash. Hmm. <laughs> talking about all of that mm-hmm. this one says considering we are registering our sim cards with a ghana card which has our tin or tin wouldn't that wouldn't that make capturing the untaxed population easier instead of doing the hard work they are going for the low-hanging fruits hmm. no shortcut to have okay yeah, right. more, messages. more messages this one says please ask mtn they are 10 uh, 10 cd monthly talk time bundle has been reduced to 300 minutes from 300 minutes to 125 minutes why <laughs> okay clearly the person has queries mm-hmm. uh george Intama says this electric or electronic services as momo tax is expected my problem is how to differentiate the taxable from non-taxable transactions especially when paying for a service tax levy etc by momo so george mm. has these questions there Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this one says the GRA document last year clearly stated 6 million taxpayers had been registered now government in 2021 says only a little over 2 million have, have been registered so who is telling the truth Togbi Dobu don't forget research shows that 4 out of 5 women of childbearing age and 6 out of 10 children below 5 suffer iron deficiency anemia, a major health concern that can affect a child's brain and physical development the great news is that the solution to this is simple what you eat iron rich foods and uh, iron fortified cube spices also good too check your product labels for information on iron and other nutrition information also fruits and rich in vitamin C. For the flashes when I prevent iron deficiency anemia one meal at a time. I know. Live strong with iron. Coming like the rapture. Fame put the iron in my name, Margaret Thatcher. No shortcuts to heaven. He be true, brethren. I'll end with this one. Good morning, Bernard. While you are freaking out government and its new taxes, the Shangri-La traffic light almost killed someone today due to the fact that it's not been functioning for over two months now you should see the rate at which motorists and vehicles are moving all right let's see who has ears hear what is happening that's all we have time for my name is bernard